ramming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Oh my God, what's going to happen? Announce table. Episode eighteen of the Spanish Announce Table. What happens when you're eighteen? Well, you can buy cigarettes. Cigarettes. You can get into some uh, strip bars. Strip bars. Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, some are 21 and older, huh? Yeah. But we can smoke yeah. cigarettes. So, ha-ha. Yeah. Yeah. And you can vote. Yeah. Screw that. That's stupid. You can fight in wars. You can fight in a war. Can't have a can't have a drink. No. But you can fight in a war. But you can fight in a war. Makes a hell of a lot of sense, right? Yeah, defend this country, but mm. God damn it, you can get in a beer. Yeah, No. You don't deserve a beer. You don't deserve a beer, but shoot that guy over there, the, over up top of the hill. <laughs> Go kill that guy. So, uh, last week we had that great episode uh, with uh, the interview with Jeremy Wyatt. Amazing, went really well. Uh, one of our higher downloaded episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and God, we've been getting a lot of ep- uh, downloads lately. So, thank you so much. And we're getting more. Uh, uh, emails. Emails. We're yes. getting. Uh, we got donations to we did. our PayPal account. Yeah. Uh, so we're slowly yeah. getting the ball rolling. Not enough though. So feel yeah. free to donate yeah, yeah. anybody out there. Yeah. You know that uh, <clears throat> still feels you know philanthropic over the holidays. Yeah. Hey, you got an extra yeah. hundred and fifty bucks that you got that you have don't know what to do with? <laughs> Throw it our way. You know, I mean, if we get to about fifty, I can set us up with the uh, website for a good year. Mm-hmm. Uh. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. any donations anybody feels like dropping, you know, you know, and we'll 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 give you some advertising time. Maybe we'll even put it on the website, sponsored by mm-hmm. Bob or Jim. whomever or whomever. So, what we do here, we break down the news, rumors, speculations, and results of the professional wrestling world mm-hmm. because we're geniuses, and so you know, that's what we do. That's what we do. That, this is who we are. We yeah. entertain you for two and a half, well, a little bit more, of pure entertainment, and we give you insight that you get nowhere else, and you get the best final thoughts and emails on any pro wrestling podcast anywhere in the world. Anywhere. Nowhere better, but... We start with the news. Let's get into the news, because here's my favorite thing. For the new listeners who have joined us, uh, Captain Awesome, he doesn't let me know what the news is. So yeah. when you hear the news... Per your request, it's not like yeah, I'm yeah. like... No, no, no. I like it that way, because it's a more genuine reaction, I feel. So when you hear the news, uh, I'm hearing it at the same time you are. Yeah. So, so let's let's get into it. Let's do it. That's a lot of acronyms. And I love your headlines, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's so a lot yeah. of acronyms. That's a lot of acronyms. I'm not smart, so there's two things wrong with that. That's too clever, and I don't know what the word acronym oh, means. Oh, acronym is uh, uh, when you shorten, when you abbreviate, like uh, MLB is Major League Baseball. NWO. NWO. Gotcha. NFL is an acronym. Oh. 
Okay. 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 FYI. Yeah. I like to say FY. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think more specifically, maybe acronym might be when you can say it mm-hmm. as a... Mm-hmm. Like the shield in like right. Marvel. In Marvel. Right. Not the shield in WWE. So, I mean, you know, but I'm not sure on that. On I'm the not exact smart. Definition. So, I mean, I'm not smart either. But <clears throat> MVP. Oh. Hints that he's been offered a deal with TNA Ugh. by tweeting, quote, Joe, Angle, Styles, Rude, Anderson, all new potential foes for me with a less rigorous schedule. I won't lie. It's intriguing. End quote. Awesome. So now he's Elijah Burke. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what will he do different than what he's done anywhere else? And that gimmick does that gimmick is not a main event gimmick. And that gimmick gets you so far to then eventually you're just blue and you're lost in the shuffle. You know yeah. what? Have some great matches with Ken Anderson on the third segment of a TNA uh, Spike TV pay-per-view that I'm going to forget about. <laughs> well, yeah, man, you sound really... Uh, I mean, he's, <laughs> if he's going to be MVP, that the whole thing needs to change. That gimmick is done. Yeah, yeah, no, he can't go in as MVP, I don't think. He anyway. has to go in as something else, something like, you know, what would have been great for him, but they've already shit the bed on it because it's TNA, but the whole August 4th, I'm coming, you know, Who's August 4th and all that stuff? That would have been a cool way for MVP to come in. But he'll probably yes. come in saying, hey, I'm MVP. Do some Ethan Carter the third type of promos. And then say, I got the mo- most lucrative contract because Dixie Carter offered it. Yada, yada. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot of faith in how uh, they could promote him. Yeah, yeah sure. good for him. Bring, yeah. him. bring him back over stateside. I bet you... That is the intriguing part for him. And I, he's good friends with Joe, apparently. I follow him on Twitter, even though I'm shitting on him right now. I do follow him on Twitter. He is very entertaining. And him and Joe do interact from yeah. time to time. I, I think one of the things, though, that MVP was okay to leave and on such good terms was under the you know, gentleman's agreement that he wouldn't go to TNA. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because he wanted to go to Japan to get better. Right. But I kind of wonder if... I don't think his spot is there in WWE anymore mm-hmm. because at the time they didn't have a whole lot of stars built. Now they do. Now they do. And so he comes back. He's competing with Sandow, Ziggler, mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, who have been built in that time. And, you know, I mean, they might look at it as, eh. You're you know, not really. You've already ran your course we're here. We're paying some guys less. Mm-hmm. Eh. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's back to the 300 days a year for you. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I mean, it seems like the most logical step for him and probably the best step for him. Cause, well, like stand you stand out there better. Yeah, yeah, but for us being the fans, you know, on this side of the curtain, I guess you could say, it's just going to be a big pop for a month and then... Well, I, I'm not saying I disagree with you there, but we'll just move on, huh? Trademark Twins? Bella. Yeah, PW Insider reports that Major League Baseball's Minnesota Twins are opposing WWE's attempt to register register a trademark for the name Bella Twins. The Minnesota Twins have filed an extension and have until February 12th to file the official opposition, but at this time, no reason for the opposition has been given. You know, just quick reaction to that. It makes me think somewhere in an email... 
it was announced that someone was putting the name Twins in a trademark. And so to protect their property and their asset, they just said, hey, what the hell are you doing? However, they're probably going to look into it and go, well, this really doesn't affect us at all. So we won't do anything about it. So it's probably going to be much to do about nothing, but it would be really cool if they do fight them. Yeah, I, I kind of wonder, though, like what could the Minnesota Twins have against the term Bella Twin? I, like I said, I think it's just someone in a, an office right, saw, saw twins. twins and just said, oh, screw yeah, that, I can't mean, do it. And so now nobody the, can trademark anything that says Twins ever? Nope. Double Mint Twins? Nope. Sorry. I don't know about that. Sorry. They're specifically filing against the term. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Don't know. should be interesting to follow and see what happens. Hopefully it happens because then we can change the Bellas. I'm tired of them. Yeah, I'm tired of them too. To I be mean, honest with you, they yeah. they could go separate. They could go away. They could honestly, in my opinion, they could go away. Send them off, right? See ya. And you could bring back Maurice. Yeah. And uh, I think they're the Eve most, Torres. Like, I think, especially now with Total Divas, they're some of the most widely mainstream known ones because mm. Kelly Kelly's gone. Oh, Kelly! Oh my God, Kelly Kelly! I miss her so much. Mm. Yeah, I miss what we used to do together. Not me and you. <laughs> no. Not me and you. No, Kelly Kelly and I. <laughs> right? Yeah, don't, don't right. say Kelly yeah. Kelly and we. <laughs> well, you know, she's We have kind not of, done anything. You know, she's kind of... Yeah. All right. Revenue mania. That has to be about John Cena. No. Really? No. WWE and New Jersey Governor Chris Christie today announced... <laughs> what? <laughs> Chris Christie's fat. <laughs> just makes me laugh. I know he's going to run for president. He's fat! <laughs> uh, you know, I know he's going to run for president and everything, yeah. and he seems like a good guy. He's I'm, still a fat bastard. But exactly. You know what I mean? He's fat! Oh, that's perfect. Uh, anyway, <laughs> they announced that the previous WrestleMania, WrestleMania 29, generated. $101.2 million in economic impact for the New Jersey, New York region this past April, according to a study conducted by the Enigma Research Corporation. This marks the second consecutive year that WrestleMania generated more than $100 million in economic impact for its host city. Okay, I'm going to get local okay. for the listeners. Uh, we're from Kansas City. If you didn't know that already, for those that have listened, we've mentioned that numerous Not times. Not only from, we are in. Yeah, we are in. We yes. are from Kansas City. This really irritates me because uh, we have a stadium here, uh, Kauffman Stadium, and Arrowhead. Yeah, Arrowhead football, would be more likely to fill. Yeah, but football and baseball next door to each other, literally not even 200 feet yeah, away no, from each other. Uh, you can see them both right there, yeah. It was proposed that events such as WrestleMania, and I remember they mentioned WrestleMania. Oh, really? They mentioned it, and that's what got me excited because Super Bowl and all that stuff, it's great. Number one for me is WrestleMania. Yeah. Right? They mentioned that. And they said, hey, if we put this rolling roof. Yeah. It was going to roll over each other one. Right, yeah. needed it. Yeah. You know, the events will come here. And the great city of Kansas City said, nah, fuck that. Yeah, they voted it Let's down. Let's just vote that down and, the, and do some renovations to our own stadiums, which, okay, hey, you got new seats now. Cool. That's very important. Yeah. But you got nothing coming in. We could have had WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Well, maybe it's in the future. Maybe it'll happen. Anyhow, that's amazing, though, but WrestleMania. I mean, now, for the non-wrestling fan, that headline should show you how 
popular and how much momentum wrestling has coming to your city. A hundred million dollars for your city in, in a span of a, of a week. Yeah, I mean, damn. Uh, so damn. Let's see here, fifty-four percent of fans that attended WrestleMania were from outside the area. Stayed an average of four nights. The economic impact derived from WrestleMania week was equal to the creation of nine hundred forty-three full-time jobs for the area. You know, five point two million was spent by non-locals at New Jersey and New York restaurants. Damn, just some, just some average. And we got all the barbecue joints, that right? Mm. Oh, but but wrestling's for those trailer park nerds, right? <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Now that makes dollars and cents. This is about John Cena. No. Oh, damn it. PW Insider reports that at this time, the WWE is trying to build up the TV product to make it as strong as possible, and it all has to do with TV rights fees. The company feels that with their new TV deals that they could, which are coming up like in December, mm. their new TV deals, they could possibly triple what they're currently being paid, which would set up the company to be financially stable for fucking quite some time. <laughs> NASCAR recently had their rights signed for $8.2 billion, which is giving a lot of hope to WWE, and this is why they're making their television ratings their top priority right now. To do so, WWE is putting more priority on having big moments and matches on TV like the IC title change and the big 12-man tag team main event that happened at the time. The company is doing anything they can to gain leverage as they head into contract negotiations. So, that's very interesting. Uh, two things come to mind do you want to share your thoughts first or you no go, go ahead okay two things come to mind really tv's your number one priority because we get <laughs> fondango versus kofi <laughs> kingston which leads to nothing right okay so bullshit i think a little bit and then two if if it is all about tv ratings for the immediate future my scare for them is hey don't repeat wcw's future you know wcw's past because remember, they put Goldberg versus Hogan, mm, right. and that killed everything, but eh, they didn't really do anything with it. You know what I mean? Could have got a pay-per-view dollar out of it, and they didn't. So, for me, being cheap, I hope it happens. Yeah. But... I'm just interested to see the dollar number that gets affixed to this when it happens. What was the NASCAR? 8.2 billion. 8.2 billion. I would guess, and this is... I'm not an economist. I don't really know that world very much. But just ballpark, I'd say the same. Yeah, NASCAR well, and I WWE mean, are the same thing so, to me. Like the as SEC far as, you and know. the well, the SEC and the Big Twelve recently redid their things, and they're getting. I think the schools each are making twenty five million a year. Don't pay those off athletes. The things though. like Jesus. So the money's out there, and WWE is on par with those kind of things. I would say eight to eight point five. If NASCAR gets eight point two, yeah. yeah, I would say there that ballpark. Insane. Yes. Insane. We're in the wrong business. I know. We're doing a podcast. Just get a dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give us a dollar. A yeah. dollar. On a serious note, give us a dollar. Yeah. Please. It's a holiday. PayPal, table show at gmail.com. Put Please. that in. Send us a dollar. <laughs> Please. You need it. Um, my microphone's loose. Got a loose mic. All right. Send us a dollar. Uh, you know, because you got a dollar. I mean, seriously, what are you going to give it to the guy ringing the bell outside the store that's going to give you. it to, like, homeless people? And, he hates you. Like, they hate you. Yeah. They don't, we don't. They, they're just going to drink it away. We're going right. to make a website yeah, we love for our you. podcast. And we love you guys. Much more honorable. Yes. Much more honorable. Anyway, back to the news. Cena equals C-notes. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, I bet. WWE World Heavyweight Champion John Cena appeared on Neil Cavuto's morning show on Fox Business to speak about his new clothing line exclusively to Kmart. <laughs> During this interview, however, John Cena revealed that his character makes the Whoop. WWE. Huh? Can I guess the number? Yeah. Per year. Per year. Uh-huh. The Cena character. Uh-huh. I was going to give a ballpark, but I'll guess specifically. I'm going to say $110 million. $100 million. God yearly. damn! Yeah. And that's why uh, Smarks and indie fans and you know the hardcores will never get that Cena heel turn. Yeah, no. If, as long as that number is where it's at? No. Uh-uh. Look at that. What, are you going to throw that away? It'd be interesting to know what number two was and what that number yeah, is. Yeah, that is true. Because, like, what's the difference? Yeah. yeah. So who is the number two, you probably think? I I would guess CM Punk. Yeah, probably, huh? I would guess. Maybe it, Orton? No. Well, when Orton was face, yeah, I, probably CM Punk right now. I would Maybe guess. Maybe Daniel Bryan. I would guess. If this is my top five, Yeah. I would guess Cena, Punk, Rey Mysterio, yeah. mm-hmm. Undertaker. Yes. Orton. Yeah. You don't think Brian's cracked that? Oh, or no, 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 no. Not Orton. Uh, Brian. That's what Brian. I'm going to say. Daniel yeah. Bryan. That's what I would say top five would be. Yeah. Undertaker and Rey Mysterio. I'd also be interested to see the numbers like. 24-7. I'd like to see the numbers between Orton when he was face and Orton when he's heel. Because I'd like to see what the difference is in mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. in that drop. Now, Orton gets away with it because he's got a similar character either way. Yeah. So his numbers might not be that different. Right. But, but I want to if he does the heel turn, he's got to go so dramatic mm-hmm. that it would it would have to drop. It would have to Although, drop. Although, if he gets cool stuff, uh-huh. guys like us are going to be like, I want that new John yep. Cena shirt. Exactly. The one where he's flipping people off. Right. Ah! Or pushing a kid in the face, like face palming him. $100 million a year. Yeah, the, uh, that's the best way. The kid. We've talked about this mm-hmm. before. So the kid's there. And John, why'd you do that? And he looks down and he pats the kid on the head. And he does the, you can't see me. And then he turns it around and just face palms the kid yep, out of the that's way. That's the best way to do oh! it. That is the best way to do it. Just And then just looks back at him like, punk. Yeah. Ah. Oh, well. <laughs> Zeb's not going to like this. Oh, no. Why? WWE superstar Drew McIntyre tweeted that at 21 or 28 years of age, he has received an official United States green card. <laughs> he's 28. 28 years old. Damn. He's young. Yeah. Green card, though. Good on him. Good on him. Yeah. yeah what the hell? Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. would I would like for Zeb to bring that up, though. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Porpoise perfection. What does that mean? Reddit user Dolphins1925 oh. once again correctly posted the outcomes of all the pay-per-view matches before Survivor Series took the air. I mean, who the hell is this guy? I don't know. Now, they keep saying they're following the betting lines. So I think part of it is he's trying to say somebody's getting the information to the bookies because, you know what I mean? Like, they're getting all the, you know, all the betting lines are the same. So I don't know, man. I, who is it? It has to be somebody in the inner circle. Who's that one ring announcer that got re- regulated to like third behind Lillian and uh, Tony Chimmel? Yeah, Tony Chimmel. I bet you it's Tony Chimmel. It's not Tony Chimmel. Hey, he's got an axe to grind. Now he's in third. He just got passed up from a returning. No, you know what I think it is? Pseudo. 
I think it's Ring somebody. Announcer. I think it's somebody in the main office, some woman that's fucking Vince. Mm-hmm. And getting the info right. on the side. No, I don't think it's no. I mean, that would make sense, but I yeah. really feel that Vince isn't as much as Vince knows everything. I don't think Vince is day to day. Yeah. So I bet you it's someone fucking Triple H, mm. and it ain't uh, Stephanie. Boy, Triple H would be stupid to screw that up. Yeah, it'd be pretty awesome <laughs> because he's got to toe the line for the rest of his life because. Mm. He doesn't have any cards in this situation. Mm-hmm. If he's fired and booted from the family, you've got nothing, son. Although, I mean, he's probably got some stuff built in his contracts and stuff now. But, like, the the empire is Stephanie. Mm-hmm. She's You know she's got him by the balls. Right. She has to have him by the fucking testicles. Maybe it's Cena. They're in her purse. Maybe it's Cena's ex-wife. Yeah, maybe she knows something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. I want to know who it is. I'm going to bet. Honestly, if I would really have to bet money on someone we know of, obviously it could be accountant number five yeah, yeah, at the uh-huh. office. We don't know those people. But if it's someone we know, I'm honestly, on record, going to bet it's Tony uh, Chimmel. <laughs> he has a t- he has an axe to grind. He was the number one guy. <laughs> but how would he know? He's, he does the ring crew. He's been with the company 30 years. Yeah, but how would he know the results to every match going into the... Because he like, ain't ring announcing. He's backstage. Yeah, but people backstage don't know it. And they've tried to give different conflicting endings to people now to try to catch who's doing it. I know. But it's still always right. I want. I kind of want this story, though, to go for as long as our show's on. Get what I'm saying? Because yeah. like, this was one of our first headlines. Yeah. And it'd be really cool, like... You know, eventually we're going to hate doing this, especially if you don't give us a dollar. And so uh, our last farewell yeah, like episode. Next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So our last farewell episode, the last headline we read is Dolphins 19, what is it, 22? 1925. 1925 is Tony Chimmel. It's Tony Chimmel. <laughs> or the dun, dun, Brooklyn dun, dun. Brawler. It's, it's John Laronitis. <laughs> Who brings a wolf to a dog fight? I would. Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards debuted recently in NXT, though not officially signed to WWE developmental deals. The two wrestled together as a tag team named the American Pit Bulls. Mm. Richards and Edwards are most widely known for their time in ROH, where they were known as the American Wolves. Which, I get it. WWE doesn't want to give them their name. They got to change the name. But I think American Wolves would get over more with the NASCAR crowd than American Pit Bulls. Well, and... Think of how many wolf shirts you probably see in a raw crowd versus pit bull shirts in a raw crowd. That and pit bulls are very controversial. Yes. You know, I, two things I always think of with pit bulls one, Michael Vick, unfortunately, still. And two, uh, we already saw the pit bulls. Remember pit bull number one and pit bull number yes. two in ECW? Yeah. That's who I thought of. So, yeah. This is the perfect thing for them, though, I think. And, and they're, so they're hung up on, we don't want to hire too many top indie guys. You mm-hmm. know, we've got enough of those. we got mm-hmm. enough of the smaller indie guys. This is perfect. Start them out as a tag team. Some of the best singles wrestlers surprised them and came out of the tag team ranks. Mm-hmm. Give these guys a shot in the tag team. You want to do a tag team? you got one of the best ones in the business right there. Put them in the tag team thing. Don't do anything with them but tag teams. Make them strictly a damn tag team. Prime time players, Los Matadors. Like, and they've never had a previous, like, it's like we didn't watch these two come together. They came into WWE's attack team. Do mm-hmm. that, and then see what you think of them, you know, a year or two down the road. Put them in the Wyatt family. Right? Well, I don't know about that. That'd be cool. Eh. Put them as a shield. 
Two no, more members of the Shield. Tag team coming in. Their own agenda. Mm. American Wolves, even. But whatever. What do I know? Yeah. That's the news. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back and talk some uh, Survivor Series. We did had you, a Survivor Series. Did you uh, calculate everything? I did not calculate anything. Uh, I have the slightest clue. I think I won. You probably did. <laughs> but, you know, I know Dolphins 1925 won. Hey, Dick. Tony. I know it's you. Tony Chimmel. Tony Chimmel. We're coming you for you. Son of a bitch. Oh, we're going to come back after we take a quick break on the Trending Topics Network. And you are listening to the Spanish Announce Table. Mixed Martial Arts has found a home in Kansas City. Fight Show Live with Ozone and Tina. Tune in every Sunday night at 8 as they cover the cage with news, commentary, calls, and big name interviews. Oh my God! Heel to the jaw. How good was that? Experts in the business of beatdown. He paused with the left and bang! Right on the jaw. Fight Show Live with Ozone and Tina. Sunday nights at 8 on Sports Radio 1025, The Fan. What a great theme. Yeah, no. I mean, it, like, he's a shitty wrestler. Oh, no, but he got the big dog push. He got this theme. But you had this theme. But what was even better is because, like, one aspect that I forgot about that, uh, you know, I'm playing the new WWE video game and he's in it. One aspect that he had that no one else did is he had that, like, big fight feel where, you know, when Hogan and even Stone Cold, all those guys, you saw them at the entrance, right? Stone Cold's music hit, first time you see him is walking through Hogan, same thing. Yeah. Goldberg, you got to go backstage yes. and you saw him headbutt the door yeah, yeah. and then he did the snot and the security had to bring him out because he's too dangerous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was well, just like, son of a bitch, this is on. Yeah, no, they gave him the best damn push ever in the history of wrestling. Easily. And it went to the most undeserving fuck. Well, I mean, he had the look and everything, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but... Just, yeah, undeserving, though, true, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but, but... that music was amazing. I used to listen to it getting uh, pumped up for freshman football. <laughs> I did. Put it back up a little bit. I mean, it really gets to you. We're in a part that he normally didn't hear. Yeah, he was already in there. The match was already over by this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of I wish something was over that quickly, Survivor Series. What a shit turd. Oh, man. I mean, right? We can we say that? that? We figured that. Yeah, you can say shit turd on a podcast, yes. I mean, uh, <laughs> no. I mean, No, I know what you're saying. Like, um, yeah, it, it sucked. And, I mean, I think we knew that. We talked about it coming in. We said this is going to suck. The coolest moment actually happened when they went off air. <laughs> yeah. So, well, let's just get into it. Yep. Kicked open the show. Triple H comes out with Stephanie McMahon beside him. Uh, they have microphones, and they say, uh, you know, welcome to the 27th annual Survivor Series. And uh, last week, that uh, uh, Hunter says last week they guaranteed there would be no physical interference in the WWE Championship match, but they're taking it one step further and guaranteeing there will be no interference in any match, no physical interference in any match. Mm-hmm. Now, then they say, uh, you know, basically, let's kick off the show. So a little opening by the authority. 
uh, which I think is good as their storyline. Like they're coming out like, hey, this is us. We're providing this to you. You know, we are bestowing these gifts of wrestling upon you. But we open up five on five traditional elimination match. Cody Rhodes, Gold Dust, Usos, and Booyaka Booyaka. Eight one six. I'm just going to call him Booyaka Booyaka. <laughs> Versus Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, Jack Swagger, and Antonio Cesaro. Uh, I'm not going to go through the who eliminated who no. because that's going to waste the, a lot of fucking time. The only thing that I got from this is that Roman Reigns is going to be the first one to get a big push once they decide the shield is done. And oh, you know yeah. what? It makes total sense because of the three, he has the best look. He has the intensity. He has everything that a traditional WWE fan or uh, official yeah. you know, backstage guy right. wants. In my opinion, Dean Ambrose is the best of the three. Right. But but they want a big guy now. And right. I think Roman Reigns is. But it, they gave him a hell of a, a spot. They, he eliminated four people. He mm-hmm. was the sole survivor. Mm-hmm. Kind of had a little I'm turning face moment with Rey Mysterio, like with yeah. the respect thing going on. Yep. Uh, Roman Reigns, look for big things from him in the future. Yep. But yeah, let's we go to our, said. We said what? We said that. Ambrose would pin Ray. Well, you said Ambrose would pin Ray, right? Mm-hmm. So that gets you zero points because you said that was how it would end. Ambrose pins Ray, but I got the Shield winning, right? The Shield yeah, won. Yeah, yeah, the Shield won. So you'll get five points. Yeah, I get five points. I just didn't go specific. Okay. All right. Yeah. I also said the Shield would win. Yeah. So I got five points. Right. But I said Roman Reigns would pin Ray Mysterio All to right. end the match. Give yourself some extra. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. How the hell did I get that right? I don't know. Oh, you know what? I knew because they're pushing Roman Reigns lately. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. How about that? Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Backstage, we get Hunter, Kane, Stephanie, and uh, they're talking. And Orton in truth says he wants to make sure everyone's all on the same page about him being the face of the WWE. Stephanie says it's great to see him. She didn't notice he came in or even knocked for that matter. Hunter is a bit confused as to what Orton is demanding. Hunter tells Orton he's the Viper, the WWE champion, the face of the WWE. Stephanie says, now go prove it. Go prove it. Put your money where your mouth is, kid. So up next, we get a WWE Intercontinental title match, which I don't think we had on our picks. We didn't know that was happening. No, I don't think we did, but I had Big E. Oh, you know what we missed? What? The uh, kickoff show. Yeah. Kofi versus Miz. Oh, there we go. So let's backtrack. Yeah. I think I had Miz. Uh-huh. And you had? Miz. So. And we both got him pinfall, which is what happened, right? Yep. 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 Eight points there. So anyway, back to the main show, right? Mm-hmm. All right. WWE Intercontinental Title Match. Curtis Axel versus the newly crowned Intercontinental Champion, Big Motherfucking E. Langston. Well, he's not. He's big, but he's not tall. No, but he's big. <laughs> he's big. And he's big motherfucking E. Mm-hmm. That should be his new name. I don't know if that's a... Uh... What if they just said motherfucking? <laughs> <laughs> just on his shirt. Just M-U-H-F-U-G-G-I-N. Motherfucking. Motherfucking. You could probably get away with that. Oh, totally. That's illegal, right? An attitude era. Yeah, an attitude era. Big motherfucking E. I don't know. Langston, able to connect with the big ending, gets the one, two, three winner... And still, WWE Intercontinental Champion, Big Motherfucking E. Langston. It just rolls off the tongue. It does. Big Motherfucking E. Langston. 
Well, he's interviewed in the ring following the match. Big E says he doesn't mean to pander to the fans here in Boston, but when he won the title and retained it, it was like the Boston Red Sox winning the World Series. Going for the uh, Mick Foley cheap mm-hmm. pop right Bullshit. here in Boston, yeah. Massachusetts. Bullshit. Yeah. Backstage, we see AJ Lee with Tamina. She says she's been called a lot of things, but she hasn't come this far to be taken out now. AJ says, this is the time to take back the Divas division. Oh, she's with all the uh, other Divas, too. By the way, this was a really good promo. I don't know if you caught it. I didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. She's back there with all the Divas that she's with, right? And uh, she says, who's with me? And her team's kind of standing there like, bitch. Yeah. And uh, I think, gosh, what she says, she was like, uh, she said, who's, you know, something I forget. And she was like, that's a rhetorical question. She's like, oh, let me explain what rhetorical means. You know, and like, <laughs> Caitlin interrupts, you know, and then they're talking about that. And, and she says, um, Basically, she says that they're just jealous and all that kind of stuff. And it's it's the fact that they're all mad that Total Divas doesn't want them. And it's because, you know, maybe they think you're not pretty enough, Caitlin, or you have a funny accent, Oksana. Or, you know, I mean, she's going through like all of them, putting them down and all that. Mm. But she says it's time to start their own show by stealing this one tonight. Yeah, it was a good one, though. Yeah, yeah okay, that. sure. And, yeah, we got a little bit of time before we uh, pick on here. We had the seven-on-seven Divas versus Total Divas match. Oh, okay, let's get into it. I think I picked AJ Widow's Peak. Yeah, and it's, um, uh, by the way, it's the Black Widow. I I listened back to the show, and we kept saying Widow's Peak again. And it's the Black Widow. Who does Widow's Peak? Tara. Oh, and it's like a it's not a submission move, right? Yeah, it's a it's like yeah, a, yeah, uh-huh. yeah like a backward yeah. stone cold uh-huh. stunner. So, um, I don't even know who really did one. Yes, you said you said AJ Lee would hit the Black Widow on Brie Bella. Mm-hmm. I said Naomi would hit the rear view on AJ to mm-hmm. be the final winner. What did happen was Natalia trapped AJ in the sharpshooter, and AJ tapped out. So we saw Natalia and Nikki Bella, and so yeah, we got zero. And zero. The, a big thing here, what happened is, so Nikki Bell was on the outside selling, you know, something. Mm-hmm. And uh, the announcers announced Natalia as the sole survivor. And so did the commentators. And later on, they came back and were all like, oh, we screwed up. You know, mm-hmm. Nikki Bell did. It. And then they were mentioning it on Raw and they were kind of making fun of Michael Cole and everything. He's like, hey, I made a mistake. You think this is... This was manufactured and will show up later in Total Divas, or this was a legitimate mistake? Manufactured. I think so, too. Because they acknowledged it. Yeah. And then it'll be like, why didn't I get the finish? Yeah, and and I think we'll know as time comes down. But I'm calling manufactured bullshit. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, they would never bring it back up. Any mistake they've ever made, they brush under the rug. Except for, you know, Vince screwing Brett. Uh, JoJo. Getting a big "We Want JoJo" chant. I want JoJo in the in the, uh, in the thing. Yeah. Who the fuck would have thought that would happen? I mean, I want JoJo, but you I do. Don't... Yeah. Have you seen her? Woo. I mean, I've seen her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. No. We're gonna take a quick break here. Hey, give me a we're, moment. We're gonna come back. Yeah, we're gonna give T-Mac <laughs> a moment to go to the bathroom and uh, yes. do whatever he's gonna do. And uh, meanwhile, JBL is gonna come in, and spread some cash around. Ole! No, he's not going to do that. He won't redistribute any wealth, that's for sure. Ole! I just Olay! like, that's what I think of him. What's now. up? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're going to take another quick break, come back, and finish up our SmackDown talk. 
on the Trending Topics Network for the Spanish Announce Table. What's up? What's up? It is Heavy Set, and I'm here to tell you about Kayfabe Sports Radio, the home of the Ohio Indie Report and NFL Easy Picks. On the Ohio Indie Report, I break down what's going on in the Cleveland scene of independent wrestling, from AIW to Prime Wrestling, and some of the little organizations in between that I can attend. And if you also like NFL football, be sure to check out NFL Easy Picks hosted by myself and my good friend Joe Bennett as we break down and talk about what is going on in football and we make our picks on the coming week's games. And all this can be found at www.kfabesports.com. You can also find us on iTunes by searching Kfabe Sports Radio. And while you're at kfabesports.com, be sure to check out the links for Kfabe Sports Radio, Ohio Indie Report, and NFL Easy Picks on Facebook and Twitter. So for now, be sure to check out the Ohio Indie Report and NFL Easy Picks on Kayfabe Sports Radio, where it's all a work. One, two, you hear the clock ticking. You about to stop living. I want you to remember me. But the day don't have no memory. He is coming. Wait a minute. On your mama's face. I want you to remember <laughs> me, but this day has no memory. Yeah. I so, didn't catch that, yeah. So you're going to forget about me. But I'm coming. I always just thought when he says I'm coming, I'm just like, yeah, it doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> and he like and he jogs clock, out. The you clock know? hadn't been ticking that long, and he's already right, coming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming. Yep. Oh, yeah, no, but he might be coming to TNA. Sexual end window we just made there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, let's get back into Survivor hey, All series. I know is, ladies, I don't come as quick as MVP. That's all I'm going to say. All the only thing I can guarantee <laughs> you is I'm going to be coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, where's my rim shot? Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> That's the only thing I can guarantee, baby. Anyway, back to Smack Dizzle. Or no, no uh, Survivor, Survivor Series. series. Ah, screw Smack Dizzle. We'll get into that. Uh, no, we won't get into that later. Yeah, screw that. Yeah, we don't do that on go home shows. So, Survivor Series. Survivor Series. When we last left you, Natalia and Nikki Bella had just won the Divas seven on seven. Yada yada yada. When we see Randy Orton backstage, and he stops Charles Robinson. Mm-hmm. Stops him. Says little Nate says, "Man, we've been friends for a while, you know, and I hope you know I've always had your back, Charles." And uh, I just want you to call tonight's match right down the middle. And he asks him if he gets what he's trying to say. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm saying? Picking up what I'm throwing down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Smell what I'm cooking? Not what I mean. Charles says he's going to do what the authority says. Because he ain't going to want to lose his job mm-hmm. like Armstrong. That's true. You know? That's true. Yeah, that's why he said that. Hmm. Hmm. Well, Josh Matthews, he's at the... Uh, the uh, panel. Hall of Fame panel. Hall of Fame panel with Mick Foley, Booker T, and Bret Hart. The Hitman. The Hitman Hart. Who was the first participant in the first ever Royal Rumble? I watched the first ever Royal Rumble today. Yep. Him and, uh, oh God, it just left me. Tito Santana. You know what? The first Royal Rumble I ever saw was, I, you know, like uh, my parents were often, um, this is a younger time. I, I, you know, I was uh, 10 or 11. 
And so if they went out, they'd go ahead and leave me at home. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, this is olden times. You probably wouldn't think about doing that now with kids. But um, So they would go, and they'd take me to the store and let me pick out a video or a video game or something. And I was like, oh, I want to get this wrestling thing. It's the Royal Rumble. You know, I knew what it was, but I hadn't seen any of them yet. You know, mm-hmm. they, I'm, they should do more of this before the, the event, like as they're kicking off and they're doing all the fanfare, they were having guys, this is all kayfabe, of course, but they're having them draw out their numbers. Right. And look at their numbers yeah. and be like, oh. And I remember Demolition mm-hmm. both drew out a number and they were like, one guy was like, oh, man, it's going to be a long night. And he's like, yeah, me too. And then they turned out to be number one and number two. Yeah. And they had to like face each other. And I was yeah. like, man, that was so cool. And right. they don't do that at all. No. no. But yeah, the first ever Royal Rumble, uh, the first participant, Bret Hart. Second one was Tito Santana. First elimination, uh, he was from Kansas City, Butch Reed. Hmm, Butch Reed. I forgot about Butch Reed. Yeah, from Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah. Anyhow. Well, they're having a little bit of a discussion, and they're interrupted by Ryback. Hmm. Now, he says his favorite Survivor Series me- memory is when he came out and shut up all the old-timers on the panel. It's his favorite <laughs> Survivor Series memory. Uh, he says they won't do anything because they're cowards, just like everyone in the second-rate arena. Get some good heel heat. He can intimidate all of them and everyone in the locker room, and that doesn't make him a bully. He is not a bully. He's Ryback, and that's the name on the marquee. Tonight, he's issuing an open challenge to anyone who wants to make a name for themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyone come out here and prove me wrong. Who's going to be? Who it is? Who is it? Mark motherfucking Henry. Nope, you're wrong. Huh. It's Rick Ross. <laughs> it is Rick Ross. <laughs> Rick Ross comes it's out. Mark the boss huh. Henry. Huh. <laughs> huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right back's like, who said that? Said, oh. <laughs> that should be his <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, like, when they're counting the threes, yeah. it's just, oh, <laughs> 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 Or hits the, hits the slam and pops back up, folds his arms together. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he just goes, bumps. 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 All right, so we get that match, Ryback versus Mark Boats, Henry. <laughs> and Henry counters the meat hook clothesline with a jumping cross body. Go figure. Henry hits the world's strongest slam for the one, two, hook. <laughs> Your winner, Mark Henry. Uh, so he couldn't beat him at WrestleMania, and he couldn't beat him at Survivor Series. Mm-hmm, Mark yeah, Henry's exactly. got that number. Mark Henry's the boss. <laughs> Mark Henry's the boss. Boss. All right. So <clears throat> they do some more panel, 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 panel. Just talking. Yeah. Cena. Because when you pay that much money for a goddamn pay-per-view, yeah. let's hear some more talking about mm. shit we should be watching. Yeah. No big deal. Oh. We get a world heavyweight title match. Alberto Del Rio versus John Cena. Can he get hurt? Not Cena. John Cena? Well, but oh. yeah, but Del Rio. Or not even hurt, because I don't, I don't really want him to get like, injured. But can he like just go away? Can he just Seamus go away for a while? <laughs> Seamus. You know? Yeah, man. Hey, Is Seamus. anyone missing Seamus? Nope. Exactly. God, I hope he comes back with something good. He won't. He won't. He'll be a Kofi Kingston comeback. Oh, no. God, Monday he, Night Raw. He'll come back as heel. No, he'll be a baby face. No, it'll be Damian Sandow doing a "I'm smarter than you" thing. Oh, Jesus, no! Because then and they're then, gonna squash Sandow. Of course. God damn it! Of course. Huh? Yeah. No, that's what's gonna happen. Anyhow, no. but I want Del Rio to, to go away, so at least I miss him for 
Well, whatever month. Guess what happened in this match? Super Cena. Cena avoids the arm breaker. Oh. It's the attitude adjustment. No. Three count. And that's exactly what you picked. Yep. And it's exactly what I picked. Yep. So following the match, Cena drops to one knee and holds his title high in front of a sea of Cena suck signs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Because he... Because the character does. Yeah, Cena sucks. Yeah. Anyway, backstage, Santino and R-Truth are shown arguing about who's going to win the money in the bank. And I got bad news for them. It's neither fucking one of them. But they then begin playing with the action figures. And Los Matadores come in from out of nowhere with El Torito. Who I Wait thought. a minute. I took a piss during this. Uh-huh. Say what? They were arguing about who's going to win money in the bank? Yeah. Yeah. Next year's pay-per-view? Yeah, I guess so. The fuck is that yeah, about? And they're playing with action figures. Well, I'm okay with that, but what the Fondango fuck? Fondango also came in. Yeah, what'd he do? Well, uh, R2 said it's time to dance, and Fondango came in. I don't even, God, I don't, I, I was kind of half watching at this point. I don't, you know. Yeah, I don't know. John Laurinaitis came in out of nowhere and says, uh, when someone says the word power, and Laurinaitis talks about, uh, oh yeah, no, someone said the word power, and John Laurinaitis came in. I'm reading this here. And uh, Laurinaitis talks about people power before everyone watches R2 and Santa. Santino play with toys. So another throwaway segment. Because when you pay upwards of $60, you want that segment on yeah. there. But now we get a good match. The Wyatt Family versus Daniel Bryan and C.M. Punk. Mm-hmm. Good match. You know, two of the best wrestlers today versus a very solid tag team that's been together for a while. This I would hope you would know who I'm though. talking and about as far as a, yeah. a physical match. Yeah. Uh, a lot of good spots. Mm-hmm. Um, match of the night. Easily. Absolutely. Um, Brian ends up hitting Rowan with the flying knee, which, by the way, uh, he's put out to the people to help him name that. Mm-hmm. And all the names are pretty stupid. There was like a, I forget what it was called. There's something about a wizard and bearded something but i liked the it was called the uh it was the aberdeen something hmm. forget oh man i have to look that up i don't know i have to see what um daniel bryan well and they're calling themselves the best in the beard you know yeah but then beard they did the best or the beard and the best yeah uh they're doing a vote on that too like hey is there another name you like and one of them on there i liked it was called the goats because, you know, he looks like a goat, but it stands for greatest of all time. Or, no, they're sta- they they made it stand for uh, greatest of all teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, goats. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I like okay. that one. So there is the Yes Strike. Don't the, like that. The Bearded Wizard. Hate that. Little Big Man Knee. Hate that. The Washington Wizard. That's a basketball team. Here's the good one. The Aberdeen Face Buster. That's exactly what it That's should exactly be. exactly what it should be. Yeah. Yes. The Aberdeen face buster. What's that? The little big what? The little big man knee. That's stupid as shit. Very stupid, yes. That's something like... Currently winning the vote is the yes strike. Followed by the bearded wizard. No. Then the Aberdeen face buster. They're so stupid. Then there's some others. There's comments and somebody put, oh baby, you got what I need. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. If any of our listeners (laughs) took that vote and picked... Bearded Wizard or Yes Strike, don't listen to this show. The Aberdeen Face Buster is the perfect name. Yes. Yes. Anyway, 
Uh, Brian hit Rowan with the Aberdeen face buster, mm-hmm. and Punk is able to shoulder Harper up for the go to sleep. Punk covers him. Three count. Very standard match as far as the finish goes, but a very good, high-quality match, like I said. so I said Brian would hit a yes lock on Eric Rowan. What did I so say? So I got zero. Yep. You said Punk would GTS and pinfall Harper. <laughs> <laughs> there we go! There we go! Yeah! Yeah! <sighs> punk always comes through. I believe in Punk. I would have picked that too, but I was reaching for points because you had already picked it. Mm-hmm. But I knew that was going to fucking happen. <laughs> God yes. damn it. Yes. God damn it. I hate you. Following the A match, lot of people do. Following the <laughs> match. Except those Facebook stars. Following <laughs> the match, Bray looks upset. Of course. Teases getting into the ring. I'm going to get you. Stands on the apron. Here I come. Brian tells him, get in the ring. He's Taunting him with, yes, yes, yes. Wyatt drops from the apron, tells Punk and Brian that he never sleeps before the Wyatts head to the back. And Punk and Brian celebrate the ring. Yeah. So. And a big yes chant, too. Did you notice that? That was a huge yeah, yes yeah. chant. Yeah. I mean, they have every single Dude, one. Daniel Bryan's so fucking over right now. Well, let's get on to the main event. And there's something I noticed in the main event. Uh, okay. Well, Cena is shown backstage with the authority. Who cares? The authority. Yeah. Talking about the state of his arm. Orton storms in, and Cena says he's good to go before walking off. Orton asks what all that was about and what he was doing there. Hunter stares Orton down. And Orton storms off. Hunter mutters, paranoid, under his breath. Oh. Some oh. dissension. Oh. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> we get a video package that highlights the events leading up to this main event, and uh, then we get it. The WWE title match. The Big Show versus the face of the WWE, the Viper, Randy. My fucking Orton. <laughs> so, is that similar to Big E's nickname as well? Uh-huh. Okay. Big my fucking E. All right. Uh, and... <clears throat> So you tell me about the match. I'm going to tell you my observations. You go. Well, uh, Orton punted Mark Henry. Very cool. Before we that. Seen that in a while. Right. And that's a good way to get rid of the giant, huge Big uh-huh. Show. Right. This is what I noticed. I heard a boring chant. I heard a Daniel Bryan chant. I heard a yes chant. All things that yeah, don't they did mean. chant boring. That don't mean shit for Big Show. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Big Show, and that maybe it's not him. Maybe it wasn't him. But from an outsider looking in, it really feels that whole storyline got wedged by Big Show. Big Show wedged himself into that spot doing all the stupid bullshit, crying, and all the um, fired, and all that. He was never supposed to be there, I don't feel. We didn't want it. Obviously, the fans didn't want it. They chanted for Daniel Bryan. And it was a lackluster match between two guys who really don't have good chemistry together. Obviously, they're good workers. You know, Big Show's match with Sheamus uh, was amazing last year. Randy Orton, anytime he wrestles Christian, is very good. Even when he wrestles Daniel Bryan, it's still good. So, But when they're together, it's crap. The finish was stupid. So, okay, Big Show rolls Orton in. The authority comes out. He just puts his big ass mitt out there and says, "Don't you come? Yeah, I'll yeah. punch you. I'll, I'll punch, punch you, you out." In the face. Right. Turns around, gets an RKO, and then gets a cool punt. But mm. 
Well, afterwards, the authority uh, is walking up to the ring. They're applauding Orton's win. Referee, or referee, the referee <laughs> hands, that's what they should call Daniel Bryan's? Yeah. Yeah, the referee. The referee hands Orton the WWE title. Orton hugs the belt, stands up. Uh, we see some highlights, yada, yada, yada. The announcers bitch and complain about the authority distracting Big Show, costing him the WWE championship. But it wasn't even a distraction. Literally, they just walked out. Uh, they're just standing there. Everybody's clapping. You know, Well, they're clapping. Randy Orton's standing there. And then we get... Dun, 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 dun. Six. Out comes John Cena, of all people. Oh. Cena holds up the World Heavyweight Championship, yeah. comes walking down. He splits the authority. Oh. Then he runs into the ring. Cena and Orna stare each other down, holding their titles. And uh, that's how we end the that's show. That's how we end the show. Although, post-pay-per-view, yes. did you hear about this? Yes, I did. Uh-huh. Vince McMahon. Yeah, well, so and I his stinking ass comes out. I forget, like Orton tried to do something, and then uh, they they yank him off, and then Kane comes out and tries to do something, and they yank him off. Triple H trying to run in and do something. I forget what was going on. There was like a not really a brawl, but there was like some heated things going on. Or something. Right. And then then Vince McMahon comes out. Vince and says, "Hell no, nah. yeah. hell no." Nah. So Survivor Series. So, I, what grade would you give that? I C minus. I'd give it a D yeah. minus. I'd give it a give it sixty a F plus. I'd give it a sixty-eight percent. Sixty-eight percent. That was garbage. Um, you know what else is garbage? What? The score of the pay-per-view picks. Ah, let's get them. Let's get them. I had thirty-two points. Good job. My second highest in pay-per-view picks. Very good. You had thirty-seven. <laughs> Tied for your second highest in pay-per-view picks. I'm doing the Cena thing just because it's fun to do. No, I'm winning. Wrong, but no, I'm winning. Right. I'm winning. Yeah. Um, well, you won. I did. Round. Man, rinse you and this repeat. Round 187 to 161 by a total of 26 points. Rinse and repeat. We picked evenly. I, I won three of them. You won three of them, but you won on the points. Mm hmm. So, uh, rinse and repeat. We'll start a new one on the next one. Yes. Maybe I'll win this one. I doubt that. I think maybe I will. Well, you know what? Good that you have confidence. And you know what? I have a lot of confidence. That's good. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't either. But you, but know, you hell, do. Hell, that's fine. Hey, yeah. So, <laughs> well, that was Survivor Series. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about what happened the next night on Monday Raw. Yeah, and there's one segment that has me excited for WWE programming again. I'll get into it after the break. Okay. That is after the break on the Spanish announce table. Where is that? TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. One zero two five, the fan, the biggest name in KC sports radio, Jim Rome. Give it a shot. You want something radical? Try that. Jim Rome is sports radio weekdays eleven till two on FM Sports Radio one zero two five, the fan. Suddenly turned to orange and blue. I jammed my finger. Let's stop the show. Yeah. I botched my first entrance. 
You know, is, has he been back on TV since? I have you know. Del Rio really kicked his ass, too. Did you notice that when that no, happened? Uh-uh. Yeah, he was like, you, oh, and he was punting him. Like, yeah. for reals. Like, I, I just don't understand how, I don't know. What and a, in the video what a game, watch that whole experiment yeah. was. And even in the video game, when you wrestle Sin Cara, <laughs> the fuck it up. <laughs> the fu- well, no, the fucking lights change. I'm like, I'm the fucking rock. That always pissed me off. He would like he would wrestle the champ. Yeah, and the lights would change. Like, excuse no, me. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. Uh, one time, just to see how it would go, I was the rock wrestling this yeah, little yeah. motherfucker, uh-huh. and the lights change. And the lights change for the goddamn no. Maybe they tried to do the lights so you wouldn't see how bad he was. Maybe. Let's hope that's what it was. I don't know. Let's talk about Raw. Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw at the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum in Uniondale, New York. Son of a bitch. New York. Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna do this. Yeah, let's yeah, do okay. it. Yeah, I would do it. Yeah, I was trying to find a spot where, <laughs> where we can break. So, <clears throat> kicks off. Justin Roberts introducing the WWE Champion Randy Orton. Yeah. Yes. Orton starts by saying uh, he's owed an apology from everyone. He says, "I think I'm owed an apology for everyone who thought he uh, wouldn't show up here tonight as the WWE Champion." Mm. And he says, uh, the authorities agreed to join him out here tonight. So with that said, come on out, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Triple H congratulates Orton on his victory at Survivor Series. He says they couldn't be any more pleased with his win over the big show. Triple H says when Orton first came into the company, he knew he had the potential to be one of the greatest superstars in the history of the WWE. Stephanie says they gave him exactly what he needed last week, motivation. Yeah. Yes. She says it's always nice when she and Triple H are always right. Orton says he's not shocked to hear Stephanie make this all about her. Says he didn't need any other help, and they interfered right when he was about to win without help. Right? Tainting his victory. Right? And he's probably right. He probably is. Triple H says, look, man, we promised there wouldn't be any physical interference, and we kept that promise. Yeah? Physical. Physical. Mm. Physical. 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 I'd get physical with Stephanie. Calm. Calm. (laughs) Huh? (laughs) Mm. He says Orton may have trouble remembering because he was uh, unconscious at the time. And the reason they came out was because they thought there was about to be a new WWE champion. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Can't have that. Cannot. Orton says he took everything Big Show had to offer, unlike someone he knows, staring down Triple H. Say yeah. what? What? Motherfucker say, you talking about me? Talking about my... Talking about the boss? Oh. Orton says he is the greatest superstar in the 50 years this company has been around. And he says no one can take that away from him. And then... dun 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 and then I turned the channel. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Six. Let me guess what he talked about. Can I guess? Oh, yeah, you can guess. Because I did turn the channel because I don't fucking watch Cena yeah. unless it's a match. Yeah. Well, he came out and he says, hi, I'm John Cena, world heavyweight champion. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and I'm a champion. Yes. Well, 
<clears throat> he almost calls Orton a giant piece of butt. Stephanie cuts him off. Oh, say, uh-huh, you're so uh-huh, edgy. Uh-huh. Cena then addresses uh, the Daniel Bryan and Yes Chance by saying the fans are sick of the administrative BS. Cena says he asked one question that he found interesting. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh-huh. He says, because of the Yes Chance, that obviously means that the WWE Universe is tired of this. Yes. Yet his whole fucking career yes. for the last goddamn five years yes. has been, you're fucking yes. boring. Cena sucks. And it's like, nope, not going to do anything different. Nope. Dude, fuck you. <laughs> God damn call. it. It's not his call. Oh, anyway, my God. Uh, he says uh, he sees two champions in the ring right now. He says they should cut through that administrative BS and make just one champion. There can be only one. Cena officially challenges Orton to unify the titles. What do you think? I love that idea. We've talked about this before. Well, the World Heavyweight Championship title. So now let's get in this here, okay? Because Stephanie says they've actually been talking about that for a while now. And Orton says he knew that's what they were talking about, right, at Survivor Series. Triple H tells Orton to grow up. He says a minute ago he's bragging about how good he is, and now he's crying about it. Triple H says they're going to do something epic. In three weeks, in WWE TLC, they're going to hang the WWE and the World Heavyweight Championships above the ring, and they're going to make history. And I don't like... Ugh. Well, I've got a prediction a on match. that. I, I got a prediction on that. What? Do you want to hear it now yeah, or later? Yeah, yeah. This is what's going to happen. Yeah. And I'm, I, I, I just feel like this is going to happen. Uh-huh. So both titles will be up there. Yeah, both titles are up for grabs. Remember that. Both Yeah, they never titles. said unify at no. all. So what will happen is somehow both guys will come down with the other guy's yeah. title. Yeah, that seems to be thus, the going. Uh, yes. Thus continuing it to WrestleMania. Yes. Yeah, there's just going to be this feud over the thing. Mm-hmm. So now they haven't said unify. Right. Nope, they didn't. And they're strictly staying away from that word. But uh, during uh, they have this weekly kayfabe Michael Cole interview of mm-hmm. Triple H mm-hmm. every week on WWE.com. Cole asked Triple H what the goal of the TLC main event match is. Triple H responded by saying the goal is one champion. Yeah. One champion at the end of the night. One undisputed WWE champion. Let's face it, with the brand extension no longer in effect, there is no need for two champions. We only need one. I want there to be one undisputed WWE champion. The championship that was held by all the greats, Bruno San Martino, Backlund, Brett, Hogan, Shawn Michaels, Rock, Austin, myself, Cena, all the greats. I want there to be one champion who represents this company going into the new year. But they'll find some way that both guys get the title, come down, so that they can continue it. Because watch, Cena will get the WWE title, and Orton will grab the yeah, world no, title, yeah. and then they'll go, wait a minute, I was down first, I was down first, da, 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 da. and then we'll get some more bullshit and more bullshit, and then finally, at WrestleMania, in the main event, after a lackluster and sloppy WrestleMania, we get Randy Orton versus John Cena to unify the titles, and John Cena will win. I get this. Um, I, I'm really frustrated with this. So there's a lot of talk, and some people hate the idea of unifying it because you're taking away the booking options. I hate that there's disputed champions in, in the midst mm-hmm. when you don't have a brand split. Right. And the whole idea of, well, then we can't book anybody. Yes, you can. You have the IC in the U.S. titles. Yeah, make those you can relevant. Make three tiers. 
Make the IC what the world title is now. So you have your WWE title. You have your IC title be your uh, world Sheamus, title. Yeah. Your Damian Sandow, your Mark Henry, the people that are busy right now. Raise it up a level. Mm-hmm. Make the U.S. title your Curtis Axel, Kofi Kingston. Right. Miz. You know what I mean? Like, just do that. And then you have that same booking tool. Because right now, what you don't have on the WWE pay-per-views is, did you see a U.S. title match at nope. Survivor Series? No, you didn't. Nope, didn't. So there's your problem solved right there. Mm-hmm. And you don't have a disputed main guy. Yeah, because I always think of it from the aspect of the outsider looking in. Yeah. And it's hard for me to explain there's a world heavyweight champion, but he's not the WWE champion. Right. So the WWE's bigger yeah. than the world? And how about yes. this? And how about this? It doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Nope. 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 I actually, you know, we've talked about how many stars they really do have, and yeah. it's true. And I think they're kind of running into the problem of when they got WCW and ECW. I think they should do another brand split. I really do. Then you can get Dolph Ziggler to wrestle for the world title. Yeah. And it means something. Yeah. But if you're not going to do that, then you've got to get rid of that world title and make the IC title right. that second exactly. tier one. Yes. Because right now it's third tier. Mm-hmm. And then you have two. So so you're telling me you have two main belts and you have two mid-card belts. That's fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Break that down. Make it three levels. Yes. I agree. It, it's quite irritating. But you know what? They're making over $100 million a year. So yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see how all that works out. But but the the main event of TLC will be disputed. It'll go to WrestleMania. That's my guess. Yeah. If well, I'm wrong, you didn't hear it from me. Captain Awesome said it. So we move on. I didn't say shit. We move <laughs> on to uh, Rey Mysterio and Goldie Rhodes versus The Shield. The Shield. The Shield. Rhodes goes for his finisher on Rollins, but Ambrose, who is apparently the legal man, catches Rhodes from behind with that face plant maneuver he's got and a one, two, and a three. Notice I named it that face plant maneuver he's got because you know why? They don't have a fucking name for it. (laughs) The Shield wins. Uh, The Shield. The Shield getting a good win there. Yes. Over the tag champs and booyaka booyaka. 69, 7. Michael Cole runs down Michael Strahan's credentials because he is the uh, guest host. Michael Strahan, you know, from Kelly and Michael and New York Giants fame, NFL fame. Yeah. You know the guy. I do. Yeah, toothed. Motherfucker. I don't really like him, to be honest. Um, Now, uh, before we head to commercial, Jerry Lawler reveals that the fans get to vote on a stipulation in a match on Raw tonight between Dolph Ziggler and Damian Sandow. The options are a strong island street fight. Mm-hmm. A Long Island Lumberjack match and a Hamptons Hardcore match. Now, street fight, hardcore match. What's the difference? What's the difference? The only difference there is Lumberjack match. And you know nobody's voting for a Lumberjack match because nobody cares about a Lumberjack match. Those don't have any relevance. So either. this is another one of those illusion of choices. Yeah. They get what they want. Yeah. If, either one that wins, the Strong Island Street Fighter, the Hampton Hardcore match, they have the same exact fucking yeah, match. Yeah, they're doing the same thing. Yep. Anyway, we return from commercial, and Miz is in the ring hosting Miz TV. Miz welcomes welcomes his guest tonight, the guest host for WWE Raw, Michael Strahan. And out comes Titus O'Neil. Good. Yeah. That made me happy. And it was great. He had a gap tooth painted on his mm-hmm. teeth, you know, mm-hmm. and he's, and uh, 
Miz tells Michael he's never looked so good. Uh, O'Neal talks with a lisp and everything. Uh, this was a really good segment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I really liked how this was going. Um, Tynus O'Neal getting a lot of good, uh, you know, FaceTime here. Uh, uh, so this is when, um, oh, yeah, <laughs> Miz told him he should pawn a Super Bowl ring and get his teeth fixed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then Miz says the gap is bigger than the gap between the New York Giants and the playoffs. <laughs> they're in New York. And yeah. Yeah. Um, now, uh, Strahan comes out. And he's smiling, laughing around with them, and, and they playfully bump chest him and O'Neal. Uh, Strand says he has to say to Titus that uh, you know his jokes are weak. He says you know, he tells Miz his jokes are weak. He says the towel boy makes better jokes than you. He tells O'Neal his suit game is strong, but his gap game is weak. Doesn't have the confidence to rock the gap. You know, playing along with it, and then yes. they uh, you know they do the standard thing. Miz is jacking with him and challenging him, and then he says you can't take a hip toss even. You know. He tries to hip toss Strahan, who blocks it, and so does O'Neal, and Strahan blocks it, and yada yada. Yeah, yeah and then he and then he hip tosses them. They don't even sell it; they yeah, just stand no. up. Yeah, uh, kind of ended jacked up, but I like the way it was going, especially with Titus O'Neal. Titus O'Neal, always good to see him on television. I honestly <coughs> think he needs to break away from primetime players. Yeah. Oh, like, I think it's time. I mean, yeah, I think it's time for him. As a, too, that's all I was thinking the whole time. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is, he's better than yeah. this. Yeah, he he he. It's time. For him to be a singles competitor, yep. I think. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Go after the IC title. Yeah. Oh, no. Or U.S. The fourth oh. best, you know, the 14th best title on <laughs> WWE television. Anyway, we get Curtis Axel and Ryback versus big motherfucking E. Langston and Mark Henry. Oh. <laughs> hey, so this is Big Henry. Big Henry. Remember? It was Big Show Mark mm-hmm. and Big Henry? Now it's Big, big, big Henry. Henry. Big Henry. Big Henry. Oh. Big Henry. Oh. We return from commercial. We see highlights of Big E. Langston winning the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, after the video package concludes, Ryback and Curtis Axel are, they have the jobber entrance. Right? And Langston comes out with that new music he's got. I don't like it. I know. I like the old one. They kept the three ain't enough, man, I need five, but they changed the music. Yeah. It sounds like garbage. Yeah, I like the. Yeah. It, was, it was a lot more hip hop. It was. Yeah, I like that. Mm. At yeah, any what, rate. What? What? Oh, what? I'm still jamming to it in my head. Okay. Henry nailed Axel with the world's strongest slam. Mm-hmm. And uh, Big E and Mark Henry get the win. Jumped up and said, Ho! Huh! Who's the boss? <laughs> the boss. Huh? God, if he would jump huh? up and yell that, that would be amazing. Anyway, now. Uh, <laughs> I was like, Yes. We return from uh, break. There mm-hmm. we go. Yep. This is great. We get <laughs> we get a rematch from Survivor Series. Oh, man. Which one? We get the seven-on-seven seven Divas Elimination. Oh, match. that's the one I wanted. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. There it is. So that happened. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brie Bella pinned uh, AJ. Whatever. Yeah. Brie Bella pinned AJ. You know, whatever. Uh, no, that's how. It, so AJ was eliminated. That wasn't even the end. Oh, that's right. Because Summer Rae gets down to by herself, and she's with the Bella Twins, uh, facing off against the Bella Twins, and Summer Rae looks real nervous, so she just does a, like a dance, and then she looks at them like, yeah, what? And Nikki Bella's like, fine, I got this. She comes in and does the worm. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Summer Rae tries to do the worm. 
and flops around like a dead fish. Oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, man. Really? TV ratings are your number fucking one thing? Yeah. Bull fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, Eva Marie in the Bell Twins. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> WWE Slammy Awards coming in two weeks. I do like that. I always like those. I wish they'd make them a little more not gimmicky and cheesy. Like I wish they'd make it like the Hall of Fame, like it's a real, yeah, real legit like a show. Real thing. Yeah, they yeah. do these like stupid like in the show kind of thing. Well, they just do weird awards and they're you know like Santino will win something for something stupid. Yeah, and, you best know, walk. Do some actual right. actual. Awards. Well, they did there for a while. Remember when Todd yeah. Pettengill used to host them? Yeah. And then that one time when Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart kind of had their little feud mm-hmm. and when it was real life, and Shawn Michaels won an award. It's kind of said something to Bret, and Bret kind of got all pissed off. That was some real shit, man. Yeah. Oh, best worm of the year, Nikki yeah, Bella. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be. Uh, yeah. There's always things like that, and I don't like it. But what we do get. Is a Hamptons hardcore match? Because when I think of hardcore, I think of Hamptons. I think of Hamptons. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, Damian Sandow. What, what's your thoughts on this match? I liked it. So did I. I heard from a commentary on Bleacher Report. I won't name his name, but he said this was the worst match ever. Hold on. Uh, did you see the match before this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and two, what they're doing isn't being wasted. They're showing that they can have incredible matches. This is how you build a superstar. One of these two guys, which everyone's saying Dolph Ziggler's damaged goods because, you know, he had that g- great run, then got the title, got a concussion, now he's back to just being shit. You know, so now they feel like it's Damian Sandow. Well, these matches with a great wrestler and Dolph Ziggler is showing that Damian Sandow can go there just with. You know, just as good as the other guys. So these these matches, in my opinion, are awesome. And outside of what we're going to get into later, this was my favorite part of the night. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, Damien Sandow one. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. You know, good now we get a third match. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we get a third one, you know. And it's gives, it gives the... The hardcore fans, no pun intended, but it gives the hardcore fans something to actually watch. We miss the hardcore matches. You know what I no, mean? No, we do. And here's something yeah, we get. I'm, it's surprising they're showing some. Right, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, after this match, we get a shot of the announce team, and Michael Cole starts talking about that it's the holiday season. And with that, it, that means it's time for some holiday movies, which means... Tuesday night on ABC Family, we'll get a sneak peek of Christmas Bounty starring... The uh, Miz. Uh, whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a bounty hunter, and he has to team up with his ex-girlfriend bounty hunter. Oh, doggone it. Dun, dun, dun. Don't you hate when that happens? Happens all the time. Yeah. It's mm. Tuesday in my world. And, of course, she's there at Raw, the actress. So is he not heel then? Yeah, because now he's doing a family movie. Mm. He's doing a family movie. He's with Michael Strahan. Well, well, he was the heel in that role. But was he really? Yeah. Yeah. I think... From Not the, at the end, though. They right. All and, yeah. yeah, they all hugged and did the millions of dollars dance. I think and they're just... Yeah, I don't know. at the end of the Survivor Series pre-show, Kofi smacked Miz. Yeah. So well, maybe we get Kofi heel turn. That would be original. 
Uh, you know what? Faces can smack a heel. What they can't do is sucker punch them. True. Yes. Because that's okay. Smacking. Even though it's a bitch move. But anyway. Bitch made. Backstage, we see Santino talking to Michael Strahan. Here we go. The guest host or the guest whatever always has a Santino or a 3MB or a mm. Fandango or something. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, he's talking to Strahan and suddenly he gets scared and walks off. Strahan turns and sees Eric Rowan wearing the sheep mask. This. This was great. No, it wasn't. No, I like this Mm-mm. because he Mm-mm. gives Strahan the sheep mask mm-hmm. and they both put it on. They're staring at each other. I like when they both turn to the camera. Mm-hmm. I know. And then they turn back to each other, and then he just walks away. You didn't like it? No. Why not? Not one bit. Oh, I liked it. Because now you're regulating the Wyatt family to Santino's level. Yeah. They're bigger uh, than this. How much How much hype and craziness did they have coming in, and now they're just putting sheet masks on the guest host? Yeah. No, they're bigger than that. I, th- I think uh-uh. what they're doing is they're, they're trying to get – there's going to be casual people checking out clips – they're going to show it the next day on Kelly and Michael. Yep. And they're going to show that. And they're trying to push that sheet mask. You know what you then, can do? You know what you can do? Hmm. You could do a quick little two step with Fondango and it gets the same fucking thing across. You're making the Wyatt family gimmicky and they're cool. Don't make them gimmicky. You know what you could do? Take a break. That's what we'll do. Yeah, that's what we should do. Come back and we'll finish up this raw talk. Raw talk, dog. (laughs) (laughs) On the Spanish Nouns Table, TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. You say you need a good reason to check out the TrendingTopicsNetwork.com? Well, I've got five. Number one, Fight Show Live. Masters in the business of beatdown, Ozone and T-Mac bring you all things MMA. Number two, Trending Mobile Technology. Piper the DJ takes a bite out of the mobile space every week as he gives you Android, iOS, Microsoft, and BlackBerry. Number three, The Real News. MJR shares politics and current events the only way he knows how, unbiased and honestly. Number four, the Spanish announce table. Captain Awesome and T-Mac are slamming your face through a table full of wrestling knowledge every week as they break down WWE and TNA. Number five, Old School at the Movies. Mr. Old School and his panel of critics are your one-stop shop for all your movie needs as they give you box office hits, DVD releases, even Netflix, and the bargain bin. TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. Better check in every day. Because you never know what's going to be trending next. Slamming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Announce table back on for the second hour ish. 
of the Spanish Announce Table Thanksgiving edition. Happy Turkey Day. Happy Turkey Day indeed. So, uh, some news you were telling me about during the break. Rob Schamberger, friend of the show, guest of the show, yeah. uh, just got added as a WWE auction uh, participant, I guess you would say. Huh. So uh, you can go to www.com slash auction, I believe, ah. and you can bid on his Daniel Bryan Yes uh, painting. Yes. And all proceeds, I think, go to, I'm not sure, the foundation off the top of my head. I forgot because we're now in a new studio and everything I had set in my mind is gone now. We'll get into that in just a second. But anyhow, congratulations to Rob Schamberger. He's going to be doing paintings for WWE now. Which is awesome. If you haven't heard our interview with Rob Schamberger from episode uh, 16, yes, go back and check it out. Go back, check it out. And our highest downloaded episode to date. That is true. And... Take advantage of his Black Friday sale because now that he's a WWE employee, which hasn't started officially, I don't believe it's like an official documented WWE employee, so this is probably the last weekend you're going to be able to get great deals from him specifically, not with WWE ties. Uh, he's got some amazing things going on. Four-day sale. Black Friday, he's got sales. Saturday, he's got add-ons. He's selling WWE ties? Maybe. I mean, he could. Am I just not listening? Yeah, you weren't listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, Friday, he's got a sale. Saturday, he's got add-ons. Sunday, he's got add-ons. For Cyber Monday, he's got an amazing deal uh, with an add-on on top of paintings that will only be available during this sale. So go to robshamberger.com slash store, and then um, uh, look, out, look out for all the amazing things he's going to do with the WWE because with the backing of the number one wrestling promotion in the world... I imagine his stuff that's already great is just going to get even better. So robshamberger.com slash store for all the great deals. Uh, starts Black Friday, goes to Cyber Monday. And then congratulations to him for being the newest employee of the WWE. That is fucking badass, dude. The dude I, is we talked awesome. to him. Yeah. The dude is awesome. We've got to have him back on. We just got to go have some drinks with the dude, I think. Yeah. Well, we got some cool ideas coming up for WrestleMania season. We've kicked around the idea of maybe a roundtable with some of our guests in the past, such as Jeremy Wyatt, Chris Goff, Justin Appleberry, Martin Thomas, uh, Rob Schamberger now. Uh, we're also in talks of getting some big, high-profiled guests. We're talking legends, and if you're from the Kansas City area or familiar with the Kansas City pro wrestling industry, you could probably guess what kind of legend kind we're of talking hope, about. I hope we can deliver. Oh, we will. It's, it, it will happen. <laughs> it's just me getting the courage to call said legend. I'm scared. Wow. The dude's a legitimate badass, and he could kill me on the yeah. phone. Yeah. Um, well, that's your hint. No. Well, it's just you know. I just leave uh, a comment in the comment section on who you think this legend is. Yeah. Hmm. Just saying. Yeah. We last left you in the first hour-ish. Comfortable. Uh, we, were we were talking about... Yeah, we left you comfortable. We were talking about Raw. But not Raw. And 
What happened when we left off was we got CM Punk and Daniel Bryan in the ring. Let's go in. Hold on. Let's go in first about our situation. So we're oh over, my god. So we're over in our normal studio. I'm kicked back, relax. Yep. You know, enjoying. Just took a piss. Right. Enjoying how we do our show. Yes. And then the shit hits the fritz over there. Everything's going crazy. We got sirens going off. People's yelling. I I literally had a heart attack. None of that happened. Oh, that must have just been yeah. a dream. That I so had. the mouse starts going crazy. That's and, what happened. And acting like it's moving and clicking everything on the screen. Right. And then so I try to restart it and accidentally shut it down. Well, these are like piped in from back in the back where the engineers are, mm-hmm. and we can't get back there. And I can't call the guy up and say, "Hey, I need you to come in." Yeah, we're you not because you're not, on call. Yeah, we're not that high on the priority to list fix here. our podcast, right? And he was like, "Fuck you!" And I was like, "Hey, man, do you know who I am?" I was like, "I'm the fucking boss." <laughs> and he said, "What?" He said, <laughs> "And I was like, what does that mean?'" He said, <laughs> "So." So yeah. now we're over here in another studio. This chair I'm in has me sitting properly. My posture is amazing. I don't feel comfortable. This mic smells of last week's garbage. I have to stand or I have to sit directly across from you now. It feels like we're in like a cross-examination. The microphone will move. No, because now my headset, my, my headphones <laughs> won't go because they won't reach. So I have to literally sit right across from you, like staring you in the eyes, yes. not to make look, this awkwardly. Look deeply into yeah. my eyes. Now, oh my God, I'm so awkward right now. And we're backwards, now. like I'm facing the other way than I normally yeah. face. Yeah, I'm facing the way you usually face, and you're facing my the way I usually My soundboard's over on the other side. Yeah, everything about this is weird. So if I call CM Paul Daniel Bryan, or I call Daniel Bryan CM Punk, or if I say That's Cena, taking it pretty far. No, if I say Cena's good, you know that all my shit's whacked out yeah, because of this studio. No, I think your inhibitions have dropped, and you're finally saying what you really mean at that point. Fair enough. <laughs> anyway, CM Punk and Daniel Bryan in the ring. Renee Young introduces her guest, the best in the world, CM Punk, and then uh, let's see what else happens. Uh-huh. Did he just come out first? I forget how this went down. At any rate, listen. We'll stop drawing middle fingers on your pages and you'll know what happens. <laughs> I get they're, that one. I'm talking. They're basically out there to talk about the Wyatt family, you know. Uh, she congratulates them on their win last night and asks for their thoughts on their two-on-three handicap match tonight against the Wyatt family. Punk asks if they survived last night. Brian shouts. Yes. Yes. Punk asks if tonight the deck is stacked even more against them. Yes. Punk asked if the silver lining is that they get to get their hands on Bray Wyatt in the ring tonight. Maybe. That's not oh, no, it's a yes. He says, is Wyatt a false prophet? No. Well. Well, they said yes, but he's mm-hmm. not. Punk asked a bunch of other questions, and, you know, Brian keeps saying yes. Then he asked, what's a better team name, the Goats, greatest of all teams, or the Beard and the Beast? Or the Beard and the Best, excuse me. And Brian starts to shout, yes. He says, oh, wait a minute. It's yeah. not a yes or no question. Yeah, it's not a yes. <laughs> anyway, Punk says they have a handicap match tonight against all three members of the Wyatt family. He says most people would be shaking in their boots, but he and Brian are problem solvers. Right? Mm-hmm. He mocks Triple H for being real creative by simply throwing Punk and Brian in a handicap match. Punk shouts out a bunch of Ring, and, uh, ring of Honor uh, indie wrestler names. Mm-hmm. Say any, yeah. Uh, Da, 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 da. He says they'll fight any team along with Brian, and uh, they'll both win. Brian says the Wyatt family won't rest until they finish off Punk and himself, and, but he's not going to let that happen. He says there's only one question left. 
It's punk. What time it is? What time is it? Clobbering time. It's clobbering time. Then Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family appear on the screen, blows out the lights and says, We're here. We're here. We're here. We're to the left. They start making their way to the ring. And uh, we go to commercial. That! That! Come back from commercial. We have the match. And uh, let's see. Eventually, the numbers game gets too much as all three guys gang up and just beat up Punk and Brian despite... Brian? What is it? Punk and Brian, despite the ref trying to break it up, the ref finally sees enough. Calls for the bell. Mm-hmm. Disqualification. And then this is when it gets fun. This is when it gets interesting. This is when it leaves you with what pro wrestling should, an interest and an intriguing angle on what mm-hmm. happens next. Well, Harper gets Punk with a huge clothesline. Mm-hmm. While Wyatt and Rowan smash Brian into the barricade outside the ring. Punk is down in the ring. Outside the ring, the Wyatt family scoops up Daniel Bryan, carry him to the back. And what was cool is Harper is is holding uh, Brian's head up. So uh, Rowan has him across or you know across his shoulder, and then Harper is still like holding his head right, up. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like like I don't know if he was mocking well, him, it's, but it's, it's little details. Yeah, though, yeah, you know what I mean. Like like uh-huh. it's just extra creepy. Like right. why is he holding his fucking head up? Right? Yeah, it's weird. Like, what which is wrong I like. with this guy? Well, Punk gets Punk starts to get up right. Yep. And he's going to go help him. Goes out of, out of the ring. He's going to run after him. But as soon as he does, out of nowhere, big-ass spear from Roman Reigns. Out of nowhere, man. Mm-hmm. Just nowhere. Ambrose and Rollins join in, and they stand over Punk's prone body on the floor, smiling, looking proud of what they did. And uh, the Shield hoists Punk up, and they hit their triple power bomb. Triple power bomb. Stand in the ring and join their fists together. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, you get to see the United States title for a brief yeah, second. Yeah. Uh, speaking of brief second, I wish this match would have been a brief second. Well, it was a good match. Kofi Kingston versus The Miz. Oh, I thought you were talking about the three-on-two handicap. No, that was a great match. Yeah, no, yeah, this. No, and a great ending. Mm-hmm. So they've carried off, carried off Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Mm. Where's DB? So here's my here's Where's Daniel? well this is what makes it interesting because all right so what should our team name be guys vote on the team name but now are they broke up because now is Brian going with the Wyatts and well, Punk going with the Shield maybe that was just to lead you into things I mean there's so many interesting aspects Where's Daniel All right Kofi Kingston versus the Miz What happens. Kingston's on the apron outside the ropes. He leapfrogs over them and splashes Miz. Miz rolls through, rolls Kingston up for a pin. One, two, three. Hmm. Cool. Now, uh, Miz seems pretty happy. Didn't this just happen like six months ago? Yeah. Um, I'm just tired of Miz and Kofi. And I am too. That's what I think of it. They just need to go away. We did get to see Mick Foley, Dude Love, and Mankind. But you know who we didn't see? Who? Cactus Jack. Ah. The three faces of Foley. No, those two faces. You got Foley and Dude Love and Mankind. Ain't got no goddamn Cactus Jack, my favorite of the three. Actually, you know what? Of Of the three, I actually like Mankind the best. I like him more so than... Yeah, Mankind was a great character. Yeah, I liked him a little bit better. I liked him. But I love the Cactus Jack t-shirt. 
Yes. That, that T-shirt's iconic. Well, Cactus Jack, too, had all the death matches. Right. All right. Our truth comes out. What's up? Well, he says, let me tell you what's up. He says, he and Brodus Clay came up with a little something-something. A way to give a brother a chance. Why is it got to be a black thing? Yeah. Truth says, tonight, courtesy of himself and Brodus, he gives us Xavier Woods with the Funkadactyls. So they come out to the Brodus Clay music. With the Funkadactyls. And Xavier Woods comes out dancing. Where's Tensai? I don't know. He got kicked um, to the curb because he's white? Yeah. And like, so why did we just let him steal Brodus's gimmick? Yeah. I don't know. Stupid. It's really weird. Although, credit to WWE, because I can't remember a time where this many black wrestlers are on the roster at one time. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's good to see diversity. So let's just put them all together. Nation. Yeah, that'll happen. And Harlem Heat. Oh, that'd be cool. The nation and then like a subsection, kind of like the NWO and the Outsiders. You have the big nation and then a subsection of Harlem Heat. Like where your mind's at. Good idea. That's not where my mind's at. It's where your mind is at. Yeah, I know. Xavier Woods versus Heath Slater. Who do you think won that? Not the fans. (laughs) (laughs) Is that an option? You would be correct. Another channel? ESPN? The The fans did not win the match, nor did Heath Slater, as Xavier Woods hits his uh, finisher that apparently doesn't have a fucking name for it either, I don't think. I don't know. Maybe it does. But I don't really care. I don't care about this guy. I don't either. He's he's a just a crappy R truth. Yeah. Like are they going to just let him continue stealing people's gimmicks? I don't know. That would actually be funny. Wouldn't that be funny if he just every week came out with Somebody someone else gimmick, and yeah. someone else? Then I care gimmick. about him. <laughs> right. Then it'd be Charlie Haas. <laughs> well, we return and we see the Bella Twins backstage with Michael Strahan. They ask him to autograph some footballs. Okay? Do that. Strahan asks who their favorite team is. They say, uh, the Eagles is the Giants. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Strahan, uh, let's see. He looks pissed about that, but he signs their footballs anyway. Then the Funkadactyls come in, and uh, he's kind of liking them. Of course. Mm-hmm. They leave, and in walks Eva Marie. The crowd does not like her. I love her. <laughs> she plugs Total Divas and walks out. She basically was like, I just wanted you to meet me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, did the whole thing. So I'll give her props. She's trying. Mm-hmm. And then as he's watching her walk off, like, what the hell? Guess who walks up behind him? Goldust. <laughs> well, he turns around to just see Goldust staring at him, and Goldust goes, off, ah! right in his face, and then turns around and walks off. And Strahan's just kind of like, what the this fuck is, is going on? This is a weird-ass place. So that was a good. I like those segments. When it's yeah. not the cheesy. Like, right. Uh, when, when it's like. What fucking world did I walk into here right. when I walk into the crazy world mm-hmm. of WWE? Why? Here's a question for you. Uh-huh. I don't even know if you'll have the answer. I won't. <laughs> but why ever since Total Divas uh-huh. has the Bella Twins? I might have asked this before. But why have the Divas, or the, the Bella Twins, now dressed separately? You've got Nikki Bella yeah. in like a sports-like... Uh, like a Dick Sporting Goods, you know, model, yeah, 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 and like a backwards hat, and then you got Brie Bella in like a real wrestling gear. So what's yeah, with that? I don't know what that is about. I why is she always wearing a backwards hat? Uh, yeah, what the that hell is weird. Yeah, 
Do they give like I, I would have thought they'd have more control over what they're going out in. They just seemingly let them go out in whatever the fuck they want. I guess. They suck. Anyway, we get uh, Can we get more AJ Lee in the women's division or Divas or whatever the fuck you want to call it? Because I mean, come on. Guys, remember how excited we were when AJ cut that promo? Oh, I know. That feels know. like three years ago. Yeah, and they just kind of, it's like, okay, we don't know what to do with it, so we just don't. Yeah, the WWE just, I, I, like, sometimes they just don't get it. Like, they just don't get it, I don't It's think. laziness, I feel. I just think, like, if they don't know what to do with it, it's like, we're not even going to try. Just fucking bury it. It right. never happened. Yeah. Well, we get John Cena. And the Big Show versus Alberto Del Rio and Randy Orton in a tag team match. And how are these guys connected? Because they're heels and faces. So? It's it's a tag team match. So? Yeah. I mean, come on. Well, Del Rio sets Cena up for the cross arm breaker, but six. Cena rolls through it, reverses it into the STF. Del Rio taps. Dun, 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 dun. Six. Every time I say the number six now, mm-hmm. because of you, mm-hmm. I say six. For our new listeners, the reason why we do that is because I think it's so stupid that John Cena gets in the ring and then puts three fingers on each hand and then turns to you and throws it up. Hey, look at this number. It's six. <laughs> Fucking Every time. idiot. And I know it's the hustle, loyalty, respect. Don't write us and tell us. I know what the fuck he's doing. It's just stupid as shit. <laughs> After the match, Del Rio attacks Cena. Del Rio tries going for the cross arm breaker again, but Cena reverses it. Cena hoists Del Rio up for the attitude adjustment, but it's cut off by a big shot to the face by Orton with the WWE title belt. Good. Orton goes out to the floor, grabs Cena's belt. Mm-hmm. He's got both belts now. He stalks Cena while carrying both belts. Orton stands over Cena's prone body and slowly raises both the WWE and the World Heavyweight Championship. And uh, that's kind of how we go out. The announcers are talking about how he may become the undisputed champion for real. Wrong. So here's my question about that. Does that then go as far as lineage? Then are we going back to when Chris Jericho, Triple H? I would think you're the undisputed champion, right? Because the only undisputed champions they've had, if memory serves me correct, and if I'm wrong, because I'm just doing this off memory and listeners know, please tell me. But if memory serves me correct, it went Chris Jericho, Triple H, Hulk Hogan, Undertaker, Brock Lesnar, and then Brock wouldn't go with Triple H. Triple H gets handed the title from Bischoff, then that starts the split. I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. Yeah, I think you're right. That's how I remember it. You know how you know where Hogan beat Triple H for the title? You know where that was at? Mm. Kansas City. I should have guessed. <laughs> I should have guessed. Hogan, baby. Yeah, Hogan. That's your guy. My number one. That's your dude. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. This is normally when we come back, we would talk about SmackDown. But when we have pay-per-views, we don't talk about SmackDown. We don't like that shit. Because fuck them. Because it's a go-away. It's a go-home show. That's a go-away show. Yeah, it is a go-away show. (laughs) They're just doing little last-second things to hype up the matches that you're going to see on Sunday. Why go back? 
because it all leads to what, yeah, we, already talked to what about. we talked about. So we'll come back. We'll talk about TNA Turning Point when we get back. Why not? Why not? TNA. Why fucking Why not? not? And we're going to take a break. Why not? Spanish Announce Table. TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. Bitches. Huh. When you get to work, turn on the fan. John Feinstein, weekdays 8 to 11 on your new home for sports, FM Sports Radio 1025 The Fan. Like, how would he become relevant again? You know, we I've said a dozen times, uh, I hope he goes away, but how would he become relevant? Because I feel like he's done everything that character can do. Yeah, I, I, but how would anybody? I mean, like, what do you... Like, how did CM Punk become relevant again? Well, CM Punk's been at a level that's original and captivating for so long. Yeah. I mean, really, once he started doing the Nexus thing, where he became... Well, not the Nexus, I'm sorry. But when he did the Straight Edge Society, man, he hit a stride. And I don't think he's been off that stride since. You know, he's been original. He comes in. He does something. I mean, he has at least one original outstanding moment at least every three months. You know? And that keeps him in the game. It keeps him up there. So if you're Alberto Del Rio, what do you do? That's what I'm saying. What can you do? He can't get better at promos. But what did Punk do that Alberto Del Rio can't, isn't doing? I think Punk just got the ball finally. Punk has always been that good. He just was never given the ball to be like, hey, do what you want. The only thing that I can think Alberto does is pulls up in like he's gone for a while, you know, pulls up in a car, you know how he used to, pulls up in a car, has Ricardo Rodriguez reintroduce himself as his personal ring announcer, and he goes on this, I don't know, like almost GM like spree, you know what I mean, like a GM power. Yeah, that thing. sounds like it's been done for like. Uh... Like, remember when Kurt Angle, when he was injured, was the commissioner or the GM of SmackDown? Something like that. You know what? I got this so we can move on. Somebody email us with what Alberto Del Rio can do. Yeah. Very true. Send us an email to tableshow at gmail.com, and we'll read it right here on the air. Yeah. Because the only thing I could think of is he's a GM while he's injured type thing that leads into a match with another star, yada, yada, yada. So here's what we're going to talk about. TNA Turnham Point. Yeah. Yeah. No. All right. So it opens with a, a Impact 365 of Bobby Roode going into a bar where James Storm is and kicking the shit out of him in the bar, which I liked. Which was Barroom weird to see. Thing. Yeah, but it was weird to see because it seemed like he jumped him, but he didn't really like jump him. He was like, hey, I'm going to kick your ass. And like it seemed like James Storm had the opportunity to fight, fight him back. Yeah, and he yeah. lost. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, but it was good though. He throwing him over the pool tables, throwing mm-hmm. beer on him, and then shoved money in his face. Reminds me of the he APA. got this round. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Samoa Joe and Dixie Carter are seen talking in the back. She says the reason that uh, she watches uh she said she had she watched herself from last week. And she likes to watch herself over and over again to make herself better. Said she was good, but Joe was not good in their segment. She warns him. 
that if he has the tone he did last week, then he will be like AJ Styles working in third world countries. Say what? Uh, oh, excuse me. So anyway, she comes out to the ring at this point. She thanks Sports Illustrated about uh, they did a uh, an article on her. Yeah, like have online. we ever I don't, got I gotta why? look that up. Yeah, no, I don't know. I want to look that up, and I forgot about that. I don't really want to. She but... talks about AJ Styles. She says uh, she has no sympathy for him. Ticked off at him. Says uh, she has lawyers waiting around uh, the the country, but is uh, is that one? Said she's got lawyers waiting, you know, and, and she'll chase him around, yada yada, you know. James Storm comes out. Making the cowboy, but he's making absolutely no sense. What? Hey, I want to fight rude. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck does that have to do with Dixie Carter? No, here's what the deal is. He's got the match tonight anyway. It's supposed to be a bull rope match. Mm -hmm. He comes out. He wants to make it a floor to death match. Which is so fucking stupid. Because of what happened. And she's like, screw you. I don't care. No, why? Like the Wheel of Dixie's already spoken. Screw you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, okay. <clears throat> he's like, because I've got the uh, the police asking me if I want to press charges. And I told him, no, I don't think so, because I want to handle this like a man. He's like, but you know, I can just call the police and tell them, yeah, you know, I want to press charges. And then you don't have a match tonight. Your whole tournament and your Wheel of Dixie thing gets thrown for a whole loop. And she's like, look, calm down. You know what I mean? Yada, yada. And uh, he says, look. She goes, all right, if you call them up, tell them there's no problem in my wrestling company. You can have the match, right? Yes. Does it? Yep. Stupid. I liked it. I mean, what's the difference? I like seeing somebody new, though. James Storm is getting oh, a prominent yeah, role yeah, again. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I do like that. Although he looked drunk as fuck when right. he was doing this. Yeah, yeah. But what's <laughs> the difference between a death match and a bull rope match? Well, a death match is a hardcore match. A death match. Death match. You guys going to fight to the death? Okay. Well, good. Yeah. I hope both of you lose. Well, we get a Falls Count Anywhere in the Kidding. TNA World Heavyweight Title Tournament. Mm-hmm. Magnus versus Samoa Joe. Good match. Yeah. Damn good match. Very good match. And uh, Joe locks in the rear naked choke out of nowhere, but Magnus fights out. Joe misses a, a move on him. I forget what it was, but he goes head first into a chair. Mm-hmm. Mm. Magnus covers, gets the win. Roll up. Roll up. Hey. Yeah. Magnus, moving on in the tournament. Do you notice, maybe it's because of the time we put TNA in as far as our show rundown, but you notice our energy levels go way down when we talk about TNA? Yeah, I've often wondered if we should do TNA first because it's the order, if we did like TNA, SmackDown, Raw. I think, but, no, I think. But Raw's what. Raw's what want, yeah. people like. And Raw's what we all <laughs> identify with as the number one show. Right. It's just TNA, I don't know. That's another thing. Write what if us, we switch TNA and SmackDown? Uh, well, write us. Here you go, fans, listeners. Yeah, yeah. Write us on what would what will it take TNA to get over this hump of really just a letdown? I mean, honestly, they do one cool thing and then it's right back to this. Whoa, 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 whoa. What could they do? Well, I don't know. But bad influence come out. More bad influence. Bad influence. Yeah, more bad influence. There, Cass says, I can't wait to see Joseph Park go one-on-one with Abyss. Yeah. Joseph yeah. Park comes out uh, when they announce Abyss. Nothing. Just and then they call him every kind of loser there is that oh, you could yeah. say on TV. And then they dump yeah. blood on him. Yeah. 
Well, because like they're trying to get him to like carry. Yeah, to turn into a bit. <laughs> And that was kind of it. I mean, they just made fun of him, dumped a big bucket of blood on him, and I'm hoping he that cried means and walked out. right. I'm hoping that means that's the end of Joseph Park. <clears throat> well, we'll see. I'm sure we'll see Abyss next week. Uh, by the way, were they in the new Impact Zone? They didn't say that, but they said they were in Orlando. Yeah, they just said we're back in Orlando. The, I think that arena looked all right. Yeah, it looks like a good looking arena. Mm-hmm. It's kind of dark, mm-hmm. but it looked like an arena. It looked like yeah. somewhere you'd want to be for a wrestling show. Yeah. So, but the, yeah, it didn't. They needed to change up the look, the feel of everything. Like, hey, you know, like set mm-hmm. a new mm-hmm. thing. Here's what we're doing. I don't know. And come back. Gail Kim gets another woman to answer the open challenge. This time it's Candice LeRae. Who the hell's that? I have no idea. Some bitch. <laughs> Jesus. They... <laughs> you said colors. <laughs> All right. So I don't want to hear it. All right. Uh, that is true. <laughs> so, uh, I guess who wins? Not that bitch. <laughs> Not that bitch. Gail Kim with the eat defeat. I do like the move. I like the move, but the name is stupid. Well, because she's married to a chef. Eat the feet. Get it? I get it. It's not bad. It's hey, stupid. Hey, it has a name. Okay? okay, it has but, a name. You know, come on. You've been bitching about I all the names. I would rather it not have a name. Uh, oh, a name. the one time. <laughs> the one that time. The big boot, I'd rather yeah, you call it. The one time we get a name, you say, fuck that. <laughs> well, that name is stupid. A like kid it. made that name up. Oh, it's TNA. It's like a John Cena name. Eat exactly. Feet. So, And what's John Cena doing? Being a $100 million star. Eat the feet. It matches the, it's the better feet. than AA. Sounds like a goddamn relapse program. Alcohol Anonymous. Eat the feet. It's better than AA. I think I need to go to AA after watching that. Hey, the match was good. Yeah, the match was good. But yeah. eat the feet. You just hate the name. I like it. Eat the feet. <laughs> stupid. I like it. <laughs> You're stupid. Uh, fair enough. I am not. That is no bearded wizard. All right. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Come on, bearded wizard. <laughs> that's worse than eat the feet. But Aberdeen face buster now is that's badass. The shit. Yeah. It ain't winning though. No, it Are ain't. Are you gonna vote? I did. I'm going. While to. we were talking about it. Yep. Gonna... We're gonna come back. We're gonna finish up this impact talk. Hopefully, and get over with so we can move on to our not one, not two, not even three, motherfucker, but four emails. Love it. For the show. Thank you. That's after our next segment. When we come back on the Spanish announce table on the Trending Topics and Network, which is on TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. What's up, people? Mr. Old School, Alter Ego to the Mountie, here to let you know about a new podcast that I've been working on called Old School at the Movies. We talk all about the latest news and rumors, we review stats, we've got our own movie review of the week, predictions, contests, all that good stuff. Check us out at oldschoolmovies.net. Old School at the Movies, your one-stop shop for all your movie-related news. 
Ooh, name the theme. New Jack. New Jack, motherfucker. Because here's one of my favorite ECW moments. He comes out, and I don't even remember the match just because I remember how funny and crazy and original New Jack was. Right. So it's a match with all these fucking guys, right? Tommy Dreamer, Raven, uh, Taz, Sabu, all these assholes are in there, right? They're, yeah. they're wrestling. And this music hits, and he grabs a guitar, and he starts <laughs> playing the fucking guitar to this song, and then just fucking unloads. I think it was on Bubba Ray Dudley, actually. Right. And just unloads a fucking chair, or a guitar shot right on the guy's head. But he starts playing the fucking guitar. I, I play the guitar now when yeah, I hear this, because right. I thought of how cool that was. Because this instrument's not even in this no, fucking yeah. song. New Jack's insane. <laughs> New Jack uh, wanted in ten states. Yeah. Good for him. At least he didn't kill somebody like uh, Kali. And he got an offer from WWE and turned it down. Really? Yep. And you know why? Mm. Michael Hayes. Yeah. And then he said, I'll never be in that company as long as Michael Hayes is in there, and I'll never respect Mark Henry for what Michael Hayes did to Mark Henry and Mark Henry accepting it. I read that. Or I heard that on a kayfabe commentary. I just uh, I was going through themes, trying to pick some new themes, this is a good freshen one it up, and I heard the song, and I just remember when this song was hot and it was mm-hmm. out new, and I was just like, the man. gangsters. I, I used the, to love the gangsters. I had the uh, Death Row Records like oh, greatest hits yeah, CD. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yep, it's a good song. And this fits the gangsters. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, and this fits New Jack. Yeah, just like mm-hmm. insane. I'll fucking kill you. Mm-hmm. The Eliminators. Uh, the Eliminators, the Gangsters, Public Enemy. Then you had an emerging uh, Dudley Boys. Uh, then you had the Pitbulls, Pitbull number one and two. And then sometimes you had Shane Douglas in there with uh, uh, Chris Candino. Ah, you want to talk about a good tag team division? That was when it was really good. All around. Because then in WCW, you had the Steiner Brothers, WWF, you had the uh, Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors. I mean, that was a fucking... God damn! ECW. All the tag team early 90s was good. Harlem Heat yeah. was around then. Yeah. It's like your favorite tag team of all time there, isn't it? It Harlem is. Heat, yeah. It really is. Stevie Ray and Booker T with Scary Sherry. Scary Hulk Hogan. Sherry. Hulk Hogan. Hogan. for you! <laughs> Back to TNA, unfortunately. Actually, my favorite tag team is the Steiner Brothers. Ah. Of all time. Ah. Well, of my childhood. Of all time, it's uh, the Dudley Boys. Dudley Boys. As you people are mesmerized by the greatest body in the world. <laughs> I'm hungry. That guy, huh? Yeah. That guy. Yeah. As I stand here. <laughs> In the show me state of St. Louis, Missouri. City. <laughs> you got that? Now go take your clothes off. I'm working off. <sighs> Tony Schiavone, what a prick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when a wrestler makes a mistake, you don't want to point it out. But he's like, nope, I'm pointing this one out. Uh, Fuck you, Steiner. Fat asses. Fat asses. Fat asses. Oh, God. We got a floor to death match. Now, this was... I like this match. I yes. hate how they made it. Yeah. But the match was good, and the ending was even cooler to me. It's always good when you have a flow ride a death match. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Rude starts uh, getting the better of Storm at the end here. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit him with a crutch. 
Yeah, he starts kicking his ass. So he gets a bunch of barbed wire out. Mm-hmm. About to slam him through the barbed wire, but uh, Gunner runs down and throws in the towel. A la Bob Backlund. Uh-huh. So Bobby Roode's your winner. And we'll move on mm-hmm. in the tournament. But then James Storm. Uh-huh. James Storm and Gunner start arguing about this. Right. He's like, you yeah. should have let me fight. I'll die in this ring. And Gunner's like, no. And the announcers are like, no, he did the right thing. Right. You know, like sometimes when tag teams fight, they're like, what's going to happen? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no. This time they're like, no, 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 James Storm. He was going to die. Yeah, And yeah. he saved him. Yeah. Right, yeah that's yeah. what they said. Then we got a video of getting to know Sam Shaw, and I really liked this. So he's, uh, it's Christy Hemme, I think, was interviewing him. Mm. And uh, was that who it was? I, I like was. her. And uh, like in his apartment, I think, or something, they're talking, whatever, and he's talking her up. He's being real smooth. He gets her phone number. But then she like leaves, and he's like, he changes, and he like, she had like placed the pin down out of position, and he had to like put it back in position. And it's kind of like a very psycho, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so he was all smooth, got her number. And then as soon as she left, he's like, uh, you know what I mean? Like back to, this could be an interesting character. Let's hope so. Let's yeah. definitely hope so. But here's, the, here's the here's the TNA thing, you know? They do one cool thing and then it's, okay, now you have the ball, whatever character it is or whatever gimmick or whatever uh, storyline and shit, what do we do next? It's yeah. like they're great at starting stuff, but they don't know how to sustain. Yeah, this seems like a very discernible character as opposed to Ethan Carter the third. Yeah, he just seems like a forgettable whatever. Who we see him in the back talking to Nor Furnham and Dewey Barnes. And not really Where is much. this going? You got me. Where is this going? I mean, does a does a big talent like a Samoa Joe go stop picking on the little guys pick on someone your own size or I mean well come on you know we get an Ethan Carter the third match and you know who he faces no give me a shell yeah oh shark boy shark boy good for him is back I saw an impact 365 segment Mm -hmm. and it's shark boy and it says uh, shark boy gets the call from TNA and he's working at a pizza place. And he's like, that's it? I'm done? I got the call from TNA? Screw you guys? I'm out of here. And he starts to storm off. And he comes back. He's like, unless it's just for a one-off, you're very nice people. We make great pizza. I really like working here. And then he like walks off. He's like, God, I hope this isn't a one-off. <laughs> he's a great character. Yeah. So, um, you know, the match goes on. And Shark Boy goes for the stunner. But uh, EC3 hits his finisher for the win. So... Yeah, I mean, if he's going to throw out a job, or at least do something fun once yeah, in a while. Yeah, at you least know? have it be yeah. funny. Shark boy. Give me a shell. Yeah. <laughs> Just a great idea of a character. It's kind of like the Gilbert, but mm-hmm. different, you know? Yeah. Anyway, then we get um, Dixie Carter announces that Kurt Angle versus Bobby Roode will have an eight-man elimination tag match next week. Huh? What? That doesn't make sense. This is in my notes here. Well, what? This is notes that I took from somebody else's recap. There will be an eight-man elimination match next week. Okay. And uh, I know that that this is because they have a a Thanksgiving episode. We'll just skip over this part. Who cares? Who cares? Because I didn't take my own notes, so I pulled these off of the uh, internets. Internets. Um, I forget what she said, what her announcement was. Um, All I'm thinking about is New Jack right now, to be honest. New Jack? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. TNA, man. You're right, man. The energy level just... Because it's... <sighs> what do they do? I mean... We got a little excited about the fucking new guy. Uh-huh. And now listen to us. And Shark Boy. Yeah. And now listen but to then, us. But then, yeah. It was nostalgia and hope, and now it's gone. Yeah. Well, what we do get, Bully Ray versus Ken Anderson. Now, Bully Ray loses, Aces and Eights must disband. Anderson loses, then he leaves TNA. <coughs> and how fucking dumb is that? Why not? Yeah. Why not make it interesting and say, if Mister Anderson wins, they disband. If he loses, he has to rejoin. Yeah, something Aces be their bitch Aces. boy, right? Yeah, something that we're gonna think. Okay, they're that gonna, could right, happen. Yeah, uh huh. Well, Brooke gets the hammer, throws it into the ring. The ever so present hammer in these Bully Ray Aces and Eights matches, which is. Right, because it sums up the whole, I mean, it started with the hammer yeah, kind of thing yeah, yeah. ends here. Uh, throws it in, but she threw it in over the head of Bully Ray. Bitch can't throw. Yep. She's throwing like uh, uh, Alex Smith. No. Oh. <laughs> Wah. 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 Two game Wah. losing streak. Fuck. Anderson hits him with the hammer and Nine the game mic winning check. <laughs> Nine-game winning streak. Yeah, man. I don't know if we're going to pull it out. This. We'll see. You this is not a football podcast. Your winner via a hammer to the head and a mic check, Mr. And then, like, he grabs the jack or the cuts. Yeah. And just holds them up. Yeah. Get a fucking garbage can, because you know it's underneath the ring. Light yeah. that shit on fire and throw the fucking things in there. It's a kendo stick. <laughs> you know, I, mean, like, I, For I some did some kindling. I, I did like how I did like how Taz was like, I don't want to take this off. <laughs> oh, damn it. And like Kurt Angle and all of them are walking up, you know. That was somewhat entertaining, but then he just holds them up. What the fuck, man? I think it's good though. Aces and eights. Time to move on. No, you know? definitely. Oh God, yes. It's been over for a while. I been think. over for way. Got too a lot long. out of it though. Bully Ray is is the big dog, number one heel in the business, and it's aces and eights. I mean, if that didn't happen, yeah. Would that? I mean, like, I feel like Bully Ray would have found a way. To oh get yeah, there. yeah, yeah. He would have just kept. But that's being what an propelled asshole. him. Yeah, that would. He just would have been kept being an asshole. But. Yeah. Hey, who knows? Maybe gets back with Brooke Hogan. You see that she canceled her yes. uh, her engagement. Yes. She is no longer welcome in TNA. I guarantee you. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah, that's a ship that has sailed. So that was TNA. So we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back to our emails. Oh, good song here too. Yeah, you like this? Song. I miss him. I can't wait for Royal Rumble when he's a surprise entrant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, surprise. Surprise entrance. Anyway, we'll come back. We'll talk some emailers on the Trending Topics Network. TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. The Spanish announce table. Wrestling. 
wrestling fans. Are you scouring the internet looking for places to buy your favorite wrestling-related merchandise? Well, look no further, because you can find all the wrestling merchandise you could ever need at shoppershideout.com. That's S-H-O-P-P-E-R-S-H-I-D-E-O-U-T.com. Shoppershideout.com. At shoppershideout.com, you can find WWE and TNA replica belts, replica masks, life-size cardboard stand-ups of your favorite superstars and or wrestlers, t-shirts, pants, action figures, buttons, pendants, bracelets, and so much more from superstars like CM Punk, Randy Orton, Triple H, The Undertaker, Chris Jericho, Edge, John Cena, Rey Mysterio, and many, many more. So what are you waiting for? Don't walk around town wearing an Ed Hardy t-shirt. Log on to ShoppersHideout.com and buy yourself a Jeff Hardy t-shirt. And while you're there, get a replica of the WWE Raw Spinning Championship belt and wear that too. And then I can promise you that everyone you meet will be talking about you. And it's all because you shop at ShoppersHideout.com, your source for everything wrestling. ShoppersHideout.com. What can you say? I did the Macho Man spin and little finger gestures yeah, yeah, when I yeah. graduated high school. <laughs> nice. Yep. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and like, I swear to God, halfway through my turn, I was like, "This is fucking stupid." <laughs> One. But I sold out to it. You know, if I'm going to well, do yeah. it, you got to go all the way. One of my favorite wrestling memories was not wrestling. Okay. I'm at a high school pep rally. <laughs> Okay. And I'm watching from the stands. Uh-huh. And uh, one guy was a football player. He was a grade beneath me. Okay. I didn't really know the guy. Um, he was He's big a enough high school that you, like, I knew who he was. I knew his name. Right. But I never hung out with anybody that did hang out with him, you know? And um, I was always kind of like, oh, man, I, I, I've heard of that guy. He seems kind of like a prick. You know what I mean? So I wanted to have nothing to do with him, right? Mm-hmm. They're walking in line. They're doing their thing. They have, like, some floats and everything. And he's walking. And he's got a guy behind him, and he turns around, and he kicks the guy in the stomach and gives him a stunner, stands up, flips him off, and starts fucking, like doing that whole thing, and then like, n- and, like waving his head and storms off like awesome. And all of a sudden, I'm like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> the guy's fucking cool! This is, yeah. is going to be my new best friend! Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. There was one time, too, like later, that same guy I come out. And they're fucking elbow dropping his piece of shit car that he's got. Like, him and all his friends are out yes. there, like, jumping off another car and elbow dropping the car. And I was like, yeah, that guy is cool. Maybe yeah. I need to talk to that guy. <laughs> so, I need to introduce myself. <laughs> yep. Good times, man. Good times. Back in high school. Emails! Hey. This is your favorite part of the show. I love it. He looks like it. I, with those with the enhanced radios. Show some enthusiasm. Yes! <laughs> yes! Yes! All right, all right, all right, all right. First one. First one. Can I guess? Cata. Uh, Cata. Yeah. Calismic says, hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. So how about that pay-per-view, huh? I think that main event match was easily a match of the year candidate. Lol. 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 That's how I always read LOL. <laughs> I don't read it LOL. I, I read it LOL. I read FYI, FY. <laughs> FY. FY. <laughs> oh, and FY, I'm going to go uh, grab some I always lunch. just like I read it and I go, LOL. LOL. <laughs> uh, did it, did yeah. I ever tell you a funny story about LOL before we get into this? Uh, did I ever tell you the story of this one person? I can't remember uh, how I knew him. It was, must have been a friend through a friend or something. They, we were talking about LOL and... 
their mother sent a text message to him saying, Hey, aunt, I can't remember the name either. It was like aunt Kathy, aunt Kathy died. LOL. <laughs> but the mom thought it meant lots of love. Oh no. <laughs> Kathy died. LOL. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> lots of love. You, you know what bothers me is when people when they're talking and they and they make an acronym out of something uh-huh. when it doesn't benefit or it makes it worse. So the idea of an acronym is that it shortens what you have to say. Right. Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball. Five. Yeah. MLB. Three. Right. Hey. Mm-hmm. Laugh out loud. LOL. Same. <laughs> okay. What the fuck? Three. WTF. It's fucking longer. <laughs> it takes you more effort to say WTF than it does to just say what the fuck. <laughs> See, like when, so when people do things like that, I'm like, why are you doing that? <laughs> You realize you're making your fucking life harder on yourself. When the idea is that you're, you know, Captain like, Awesome is trying to make your life easier. Okay, <laughs> like, like what is wrong with you? Just say it. Just say what the fuck. <laughs> anyway, back to Cataclysm. All he right. says, anyways, at Survivor Series, Renee Young asked the WWE Universe for their dream Survivor Series team. Ooh. Well, this week I'm stealing her gimmick and asking you what your dream five man Survivor Series team would be. You can pick anyone from WWE, past or present. Also, if you guys have a place where I can pay by credit card, I will tip you guys a few dollars because that's what I do. Take care and spike your hair, guys. Kata out. Yes, um, you can go to PayPal. Yeah. And you can just put in tableshow at gmail.com and you can pay by credit card. I like how that's the first thing you answered. Yes. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> but just the tip. Right. Uh, <laughs> Just the tip. <laughs> I see what I did there. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? No, go first. Okay. So, God, that's hard. Oh, isn't it? Yeah. Because you kind of want to go, like, all-time greats, which is this easy, but, like, what would Hogan and Stone Cold really have in common? You know what I mean? So that would be, to me, kind of dumb. So if I'm doing a five-man Survivor Series team. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Shawn Michaels, CM Punk, Ric Flair, Dolph Ziggler, Triple H and DX. That Triple H. And they're all like the coolest fucking kids in the room. See, you do understand why they would all be because they're like, they think they're better than everyone. You know what I mean? Oh, and the manager. I'm adding a manager because I can. Uh, it would be uh, Paul Heyman. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out my fifth right now. I've got four. So I got Scott Hall. Okay. I got Macho Man Randy Savage. Okay. NWO so far. I got Shawn Michaels. Good. I got Kevin Nash. Okay. Now my fifth. I don't know. You almost got the click. Almost. Plus macho. Yeah. Almost. I, Triple H is heavy in there, but I don't know. I don't know. All right, that's my cool guys one. I was a huge Hulk Hogan mark going up. Yep, same here. That's why I want to put him in there, but it doesn't make sense if he's not in, you know. Well, this is all time. Like, if you're playing the video game and you can pick any five. Right, but I want it to know. make sense a little bit. Yeah, I don't. I want it, okay, so, yeah. oh, well, then if it doesn't make sense, then this is how I go. Yeah. Here's my new one. Scratch that. Here we go. Here's my five. I'm putting Brock Lesnar, 
Uh-huh. I'm putting Scott Steiner. Yeah. I'm putting Hulk Hogan. I'm putting uh putting the rock, today's rock, roided out rock. And I'm putting uh And I'm putting who else? And I'm putting Goldberg. No, Stone Cold. I'm putting Stone Cold. Fuck Goldberg. Stone Cold. There's my five. So I think I'm going to do Scott Hall. You are? I'm going to do Scott Hall. <laughs> you might want to call him and tell Kevin him. Kevin Nash. Okay. Macho Man. Mm-hmm. Scott Steiner. Yeah. And Shane McMahon. Oh, I love that yeah. pick. I love that pick. Yeah. Yeah. Here comes the money. Yeah. Dude, good question, Cataclysmic. Good one. That dude's awesome. That dude is awesome. PayPal table show at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, sir. We'll move on. And if there's any if there's anything we can do for him, let yes, us know. Like I said, if let anybody wants I mean, even if you want to uh, fuck you wanna a shout uh, out. If you want to, yeah, shout out. If you want to goddamn propose to your girl, it'd be a stupid idea to do it over right. our podcast. Right. But if that's what you want to do, yeah. you do, I'll give you advertising space to say whatever the fuck. If you want to get on and tell us why we need to vote Republican in the next, you know, thing. Calm down. Well, okay. <laughs> I don't want you to do that. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. If you yeah. want some time, if you donate, you have earned the time yep. for one of our commercial breaks. Anytime you want, cash yep. it in. Tell me. I need to drop it now. Yep. So, Gentle Beast. Cannabis, they've already earned some time. Yes, they have. They want to hear it? Yep. Let me know. All right. Anybody else in the future, think about it. Mm-hmm. Think about it. We're going to move on to G B L. He says, what's up, guys? Hello. GBL here. Yes. The New Zealand one, not the Australian one. <laughs> Last yeah. week I said he was from Australia. Yeah, you screwed up. Yeah. I caught that on Twitter. He said on episode 17, the comment was made, the writers have to come up with seven hours of content a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You said that. I think I did. He said, but having a look at it, once you take out commercials, since I watch it online, and the raw effing rewind, recap, rebound, shiz like this, mm-hmm. raw, one hour, 45 minutes of content approximately. Smackdown, one hour of content approximately. Main event, 30 minutes approximately. And they have approximately 10 to 15 writers. So my question is, all caps, how hard is it to give us good content? Stupid WWE. Just plain stupid. P.S. Roll up for the pin and the win. Three out of five. <laughs> Goes back to his, uh, on the allwrestling.com, mm-hmm. he's the pay-per-view breakdown. Man. Yes, he is. And one of his, uh, just his standard go-tos is for the pin and the win. <laughs> and then he gives, he always fucking gives three out of five. Or like three and a half. <laughs> like. Right. It's rare he gets above that thing. Yeah. Like you, it takes a lot to that, impress the Jeeves. That's his man threshold. has high standards. That is his threshold, uh, and that's good. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it takes. I mean, he's a hardened, long time wrestling fan, mm-hmm. and he's seen it, done it, done it, been, been there, it, been it. He's not impressed. Not impressed. <laughs> so, uh, not much to really say to this email, but yes, you're right. It is a lot less than seven hours, actually. Right. And I don't think it should be that hard for the writers to come up with stuff. Again, there's a lot more hurdles than we know about. And There's contracts. Know, Chris Goff talked about right, this. Yeah, you know? there's contracts. There's injuries. There's guys unwilling to do your idea. There's, I wrote an idea. Out of the 15 writers, nine of them have got their hands on it. Now they've switched it. Now it's not even original of what I wrote. Yada, yada, yada. My thing, though, is... 
you know, when you write a great movie, let's just take a movie, for example. You write a great movie, that's six months of your life, eight months of your life, writing one storyline, right? And that's amazing. The WWE writers have, I think, the most difficult job where, okay, so you're sitting in a room, you're trying to write a storyline that you think people will, will react to, right? Right. You're trying to get the talent to do what your idea is. You're trying to identify the talent you want to use for this storyline. And then you're trying to adapt it to say, for example, when Stone Cold and Bret Hart got into their feud, oh shit, now people are liking Stone Cold. I have this storyline written out, making this up hypothetically. Bret Hart ends up, uh, you know, the ultimate baby face, and it was all just to put over Bret Hart. But now the the crowd wants Stone Cold. I have this written out for the next three months. Fuck. Yeah. Let's stop it. Yeah. Let me go through. Oh, and on top of that, I'm probably a lead writer if I'm writing that. I've also got Shawn Michaels bitching that Bret Hart's getting more TV time. And now, you know, there's a lot of yeah, shit to I do. I would almost think that, like. But I agree. If, if, it, if ideally, if I could set this up and I'm the, the <clears throat> promoter, mm-hmm. as I'm signing people, it's going to be part of your job requires that once a quarter you come up with an idea for creative for mm-hmm. your character. Right. Okay? The writing team, we're going to have one, two, maybe three head writers that are actually doing the writing. There will be another team that their job every day is come up with ideas. But you can't lobby for your fucking idea. You can't bitch and complain to your ideas. You're just submitting your ideas to the head writers who then sit down and take all the ideas. They pick out what's best. The whole problem is with that big of a writing team when there's not a real – there's too many chiefs, not enough Indians. Mm-hmm. You follow me? Yes. So you need to have a couple people in charge and actually write this shit out. And some other people who are idea people. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the um, late night joke writers. Yeah. You're submitting the jokes. You don't really have control over what jokes get on there. Yeah. A couple people do. Yeah. So – I would actually go – going a little bit farther on to your point – I would designate people, and I think they kind of do, because I remember Fit Finley was the divas guy. I would really have guys, if you have 10 to 15, I would take three and say, my sole responsibility is to take, and I'm making up wrestlers here, my sole responsibility is to take Xavier Woods from where he is now and just write something to get him over yes. to where he's on the next Spot. Right, I, I'd say the top guys would task the writers out. Yeah, you've got the big men. Yeah. Give me some big men storylines mm-hmm. for the next couple of months. Right, and then you've got the small guys. And then if the two are going to have a, a feud, you two work together and figure it out and talk to me. Because then you have a scope. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you can study and say what's worked, what hasn't. You know, I even think titles. Yeah. You know, how we talked about how many titles there are. Yeah. Have a writer just for the United States title. Yeah. So he's writing it as if it's the WWE one, uh, the WWE title. But it's the United States. You know right, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. he can grab really anyone because he right. can't grab Cena. Yeah, sure. So you're grabbing Dean Ambrose. You're grabbing uh, Kofi, of fucking course. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you're making a main event storyline in your own mind, but for your specific spot. So I think that would be cool. But like I said, it's so hard. It is hard. I, I really think, I don't know if they do this, but it would be great is if they had someone on the outside go, Hey guys, I'm a wrestling fan. This is what we think. We like that. We yeah, like yeah. this. That's stupid. 
GBL. Thanks for the question. Thanks, man. Thank you. Love the emails. Keep them coming. Definitely. Huh? Oh. Well, now we move on to the ultimate MJR. You'll remember him from last week from Fünf Fragen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. He yeah, says, yeah, yeah. hello, Captain and T-Mac Tenille. <laughs> ultimate one here, and I'm back with more Fünf Fragen. Oh, God. I think it would be Fünf Fragen mehr. I don't know. But I'm not sure. Number one, to clear up the confusion of last week's question, I was asking what your favorite match on TV, i.e. Raw, SmackDown, or Nitro was, and I was excluding pay-per-view matches. Oh, okay. Favorite TV match? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, The Goldberg-Hogan match is hard to be. I mean, it it was a bullshit match, but it was a huge deal. Goldberg-Hogan. I go to the hour long. Yes, I was going to say that. Match, one. Yes. Uh, Cena. Yep. And I'm saying Cena for God's sakes. Yeah. Cena, Shawn Michaels. Hey, look, when you give Cena time, he's got way more than five moves to do. Right. The guy can go in the ring. Right. Absolutely. You know what he doesn't get? He doesn't get blown up. Mm-hmm. He, he's not, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, he's not winded. He's, he's not, he doesn't botch a whole lot. Yeah. You can hear him a lot. He talks too loud. He, yeah, he does talk too loud. You, you can hear, you know what I mean? So you can hear yeah. him calling the match too much. But goddamn, he can put on an exciting match, and he can tell a story in the ring when you give him time. Okay, so I'm going to say big pay per view matches, right. you know, like yeah. So I'm going to say the hour long Shawn Michaels Cena with a close second being Clash of Champions Sting mm, versus Ric Flair. Yes, yes, yes. The only reason Sting Ric Flair isn't higher is because I was younger and I didn't really appreciate what I was watching, but I remember being captivated and really into it. Yeah. So those are my two. Number two, mm-hmm. favorite comedy character. Mine's is Disco Inferno. The guy committed to character and held the gold because of it. Wow. TV title. Yes. What uh, was your What was your favorite TV match then? Uh, the hour long. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Cool. So we agreed on that. Uh, wow. Yeah. My favorite comedy character of all time? Gilberg. <laughs> yeah. It was just great. Uh-huh. I like Santino when he started. When yeah. like when he had Maria as his girlfriend. Yes, I liked when he did Santina. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, and he did Santina, <laughs> and he won the, at WrestleMania the Divas title. Uh, Santino, I like his walk. The only thing now is it's just becoming the same. Like I know what to expect. You're not funny if I know what to expect. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. But remember when like Maria was posing for Playboy? Yes, and he was like, "Yes." He's like, "Oh, oh you would cheer if she, if she asked, do you guys want syphilis? You guys would all cheer too.' Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like I like when that. he had a heel edge to him. Yeah, when he had a heel edge to him, he yes. was the best. Number three, or even Kurt Angle when yes. he was kind of oh, being man. a dork. Kurt Angle, when he was playing like the ukulele, yeah, and, and him and Stone Jimmy Cold. Cole, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I don't get wearing the stupid little hat. Yeah, yeah. him and Stone Cold yes. going back and forth. Some of the good. funniest television I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, was their their Those weekly two. things? Mm-hmm. I would just remember laughing, belly laughing yep. at Raw. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I was on a lot of weed back then too. What is the most <laughs> overused storyline or plot device in wrestling? Mine's is the heel returning from a legit injury, getting a face push, and winning a title. Oh, very good. Mm-hmm. What's the say it again? What's the most most overused, overused storyline or plot device in wrestling? <laughs> Cena. Uh, the fucking rematch clause. Yeah. The yeah. fucking rematch clause. Mm-hmm. Never, ever is forgotten. Yeah. It is used every fucking time on every fucking title. Oh, when was the last time you fucking thought? I mean, and even if they don't, 
if for whatever reason the person doesn't get a rematch, they fucking talk about it. Yeah. Like, where's my rematch? Mm-hmm. It's like, God damn it. Yeah, right. oh. um, for me, I said Cena, and the reason I said Cena is I'm tired of the we're just fighting for a yeah. championship. Yeah. There's no Why? Behind it Why yet. are you fighting for it? I mean, obviously you want to be the best, but give me some more. Um, no, nah, I would agree. Man, we're agreeing again. I would say the rematch. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, it's just um, it's so done. It's like, oh, uh, so next month we get this again. Yeah, you're almost guaranteed it now. And then, like, I, I mean, like, I, I think there should be. I think Dan the Cannon brought this up with him. Like, you should have to have so many successful title defenses before you get a rematch clause. Mm-hmm. If you lose it, your first title defense, you fucking deserve a rematch. Hey, uh, going into my world of mixed martial arts, right. when the guy loses, if it's even sometimes, even if it's controversial, you don't get an instant rematch. Yeah. There, for example, uh, there was a fight between Rampage Jackson yeah. and Forrest Griffin. Razor thin decision for Forrest Griffin. Rampage loses the title. Right. Rampage has to fight three more times to get back to, to the, even yeah. get back at the championship. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't happen in real fighting. See, look, here's the thing: like it originally ever came out as a way to why should they be fighting again? Yeah, I think you can build that without having to use a rematch clause. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just sprinkle in some controversy. Yep. And then you know what I mean? Like I don't know. Anyway, number four: things in wrestling that make you laugh. Just in general? Yeah, that's the question. Things in wrestling that make you laugh. Scott Steiner. <laughs> Scott Steiner. <laughs> you know, Scott yeah. Steiner. That's why I put him on my uh, all-time Survivor Series, because remember when he just flipped off Hogan during a match yeah. for no fucking reason? <laughs> Scott Steiner. Take clothes off and lay on that bench. Whoa. I'm doing him again! The only chance you have... You, you had, had no chance. chance. You had a chance is so you can run Nicky Split. You can't run because you're fat asses. Threats. <laughs> Scott Steiner. Yeah, um, things in wrestling that make me laugh. I love botches when it's so bad and they try to still go with it. Going back to Scott Steiner, remember when he was on the apron and Test had his back to him and he was talking with Stacy Keebler <laughs> and he fucking tries to jump off. And he doesn't even get to Tess' ankle. <laughs> like, oh, he slips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tess, like, oversells yeah, it and, like, yeah. jumps down, you know? Those, those botches like that make me laugh. Um, uh, another one, another guy who always made made me laugh, especially towards the end of his career, Sid Vicious. Mm. I'm half as dumb yeah. as you are. You know, and I'm half <laughs> the man. man. You are. And I got half the brain. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Sid was pretty stupid towards the end. What always makes me laugh is fucking Vince McMahon's suits. Yeah. They're always terrible. And his walk. Uh, just terrible. Oh, oh, here we go. Flair's promos at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. Taking his clothes off. Yeah, yeah. Doing like uh, The one that made me laugh was like, don't make me take off my sport coat. <laughs> right. I, was, I just like, it's just so Flair. Like, and, yeah, what and, are you going to do? And he would like do his strut, and then like he would look at a girl in the crowd and like hump towards yeah, her. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, then he'd always call out some lady like, hey, you. Yeah. He's like, hey, we'll go back to the, the hotel. Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> you want to ride like... on Space Mountain? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Five. Um, I think uh, we've talked about this. But 
What is a phrase or term in wrestling that you use in your everyday life? Mine is the yes-no chance, and I do it, our motions and all, to the middle management at work whenever they ask me to do something. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. God, I wonder what he does, too. Right, you got to yeah. do something like, hey, man, I need you to go drop those fries in the fryer. <laughs> like, no! No! Yeah, yeah. No! No! no. no. <laughs> or he's, like, working a factory line. Hey, man, yeah. we need you to put up those, like, you know, uh, hey, microwaves. Can, yeah, can you go over there? And- yes! <laughs> yes! 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 yes. Uh, mine, I, I use over a lot. I'll be like, oh, man, it's not going to go over very well. Right. You know what I mean? That didn't mm-hmm. go over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I use that a lot. Uh, and I'll say gimmick quite a bit. I'll say baby face. Oh, look at this baby face. Oh, really? Jesus, yeah. yeah. Or I'll say heel. Like, man, you're acting like a heel right now. Yeah. Uh, me and my roommate, uh, we have a. He has an old WCW ring really? with like the talking in it. Nice. So, what we'll do, it, this is any time of the day. For example, let's just say I fell asleep on the couch, right? I'm starting to get up and I'm awake, you know, but I haven't moved. You get teabagged. Right, well. That goes. That comes later. But <laughs> so he'll hold the the ring down and he'll count like one, two, right. and like he'll have to predict if I'm going to kick out or like stay. <laughs> so he's like one, two, and I'll kick out, or then he's like one, two, three, and then ding, ding, ding. You know, we'll do that from time to time to each other. So <laughs> you guys, are, yeah, these are kids. Yeah. Well, you got to see. You gotta, we're, we're practicing our refereeing. You know what yeah. I mean? Hey, that's what you're doing. Yeah, what want to see if that's actually the two count or the three count we got going. Thank you for the two hours of listening enjoyment on my bus ride to work. How fucking far away do you work, man? God damn, I'm sorry, bud. Yeah. I'm unless glad it's a, we could be there to help Unless out. it's an hour there and then an hour Still. back. Still. I drive 45 minutes here. Yeah. But, yeah, I know what you mean. Ultimate out. Thank you, sir. Dude, Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. I like your questions. Keep All them right. coming. Now. It's going to be four. hard for him, though. As the weeks go on, to come up with five original yeah, questions. Yeah, our every whole time. five questions is the same. Same fucking, yeah, same fucking thing every time. <laughs> our fourth one: the glorious return of the mop jockey. There you go. I was getting yes. nervous that he left us. I know. I was like, dude, what the fuck, God, man? Damn. All right, he says, I found this story when doing the news, and I printed the story out. Okay. He says, I personally agree with this guy. The legends would be shit all over. What do you broke neck rats think? <laughs> Mop. Yeah. Anybody that doesn't know what he's talking about, go back and listen to our episode 17 with Jeremy Wyatt. Yes. When we get into the five questions, he talks about some broke neck rats. Yeah. One in particular. At least. <laughs> uh, sweet as candy. Oh, my God. The article coming from Raja News. Raja.com. R-A-J-A-H.com. Former WWE writer Scott Keith has updated his blog at rspwfaq.net. Jesus, and, that's and, hard yeah, to find. Uh-huh. Rispofak.net. <laughs> <laughs> and it's .net. What, the .com wasn't available? <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that one was taken. Way to go, Obama. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Anyway, he answered an interesting question about whether today's current legends would be able to become top stars if they were just entering the business in 2013. As much as WWE has done to develop talent through NXT and the new Performance Center, Keith's answer exposes the huge flaws that still exist in the process. He was asked, Given today's environment and WWE's creative and corporate structure, do you think many of today's legends would even make it to the top if starting today? 
How many would be buried for trying to get themselves over and having more fan support than they should have? Do you think any would still get over regardless such as The Rock? Basically, how do you... How do you think many of wrestling's, or at least WWE's legends, would be treated today if they were just starting? I shudder to think of how, say, The Undertaker would handle starting today. Keith replied, quote, The rope walk spot wouldn't be approved in developmental. He'd get shit for not having a good body. They'd make him do goofy promos because he couldn't talk without a manager, and they'd want to rib him, and they'd get saddled with a rhinestone cowboy gimmick because he's from Texas and acts like a tough guy. Think I'm close there? So I, I got I got I think like mob jockey some of that would probably happen. I think the top row old school probably wouldn't go through. Mm-hmm. However, I think it would. I think Undertaker would. Yeah, no, you would still get Undertaker being Undertaker. Yeah, I think that gimmick would shine through today. Yeah, but he would I, be fine. Stone Cold wouldn't. Stone Cold no, would be right, ringmaster. Right, yeah. Stone Cold would stay ringmaster, and he would be in the Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. But he had so much intensity. DX. Oh, no way. And uh, uh, Hulk Hogan. Oh, easy. Yeah. Great body. Yeah. Good wrestler. Had the career. Here's the thing with Hogan. That well, Hogan was, was not great in ring technical no, worker. No, 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 no. But no. man, he could work a crowd in he that ring and tell a story. He has more charisma than any other superstar ever. Yeah. More than Stone Cold. Yeah. Stone Cold had the intensity that you loved, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. Fuck that guy. I'm with you. Hogan just had the, hey, yell yeah, for me. I'll walk in the room yeah. and then, yeah. Hey, yeah. yell for me. Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. you're awesome. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Stone Cold had the, you related to him because he hated that guy. Well, I do too. Yeah. He's a dick, yeah. you know? But Hogan could read any crowd. Yeah. Any crowd. Oh, yeah. One of the best crowd workers in ever. the business ever. Even before not, he was Hogan, when he was like, you know, in, in uh, yeah, AWA. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You know, when he was in AWA, he knew how to work a crowd. Yeah. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. He would have, yeah, he totally yeah. still. I think the only other crowd worker in the other way that's that's that good is, is Bully Ray, but he's the heel of Right, it. yeah, definitely. He knows how to work that crowd. Yeah. To just get them into such a fury, mm-hmm. you know, and then Hogan's it, yeah. I think I think The Rock would translate because he does the cooler than you, and he looks like yeah. he looks like the star quarterback at your high school who you know secretly is cooler than you, but you hate him because yeah. he is cooler right. than you. So I think he would be. I think his character would translate. Kurt Angle would get over. Oh, Kurt Edge. Edge, yeah, 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 yeah. Not Edge. the rated R thing. But the remember when he was doing like the hey Kurt Angle here's a cue card yeah. this is me and you and underneath but the it brood it said, wouldn't you have suck. happened the Hardys wouldn't have happened Mm-mm. no but I think I think all the super all the legends would have made it the only one that would be See, shit the, the on thing that the, the, I think what they're getting at here though cold. I think what they're getting at here is that a lot of these guys were given opportunities to go out there and just throw things up against the wall and see what works. That opportunity does not exist for the wrestlers today. That's what I'm saying. Stone Cold, I think, would be the only one that wouldn't go over. But I still don't even think because, like, I don't think these guys would be allowed to make their own gimmicks. They they would be given scripts. Yeah. They'd be told what to do. They'd go out doing something they don't want to do because somebody else wrote it for them and it doesn't fit them, Mm -hmm. which is what we're seeing a lot of today. Mm -hmm. They're not giving people the opportunity to go out there and live or die by their trials. There's no trial and error. You and, I mean? and you know who this should work for? You know who this should work for? That that type of 
culture. You know who this should work for? Yeah. TNA. Yeah. Hey, right. you know, okay, so we're branding ourselves the TV 14, right, to, to the yeah. audience. Yeah. But you're secretly, not secretly, but you're backstage saying to every wrestler in every area, come here and be your character. We're so, not telling you the character. Well, here's the thing, like, TNA's even admitted this, and so has Christopher Daniels and Kaz. Bad influences come about because they had nothing for them, and they said, what do you guys want to do? Just go out and do it. And it's one of the best gimmicks they have going right now. And that's what they should be telling people. Yeah. Hey, remember when ECW, like, this is how they should really phrase it. Remember why ECW was so good? It yeah. wasn't the extreme matches, which is what they were known for. Yeah. But it was the amazing characters. And guess what? Yeah. Paul let you do that. And that's what we're going to do here. Do you think WWE, when, if ever, do they get back to letting people do that? When do they let people? Is it going to be a situational basis if one guy they know, okay. No. You know I, what I mean? Like, I think it comes to when, it, whenever, if ever, they get competition. Yeah. Yeah. I can, look, if we're the only podcast, pro wrestling podcast, yeah. we're not putting this much effort in. No, yeah. You know what I, you know right. what I mean? Because yeah. we know we're going to get X amount of downloads, yeah. and we know that you're, you know, we're your only option. Yeah. There's 900 other things. So we got to come up with the little fun things yeah, that we've got yeah, planned. Yeah. You know, the, the legend that we hopefully will have soon. Yeah. Our 21st episode, you know, the ask a six-year-old thing. Right. You know, we're coming up with things, and we're getting guests who we feel are original because we're competing now there's enough room for everyone but we don't want to suck no yeah so so why do we right yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's when wwe yeah. will actually do the hey we see this in you and we know this is what you are let's turn it up it. a little bit yeah, and you're here let's do it but they won't until they have competition that's a shame and then they made a great point uh i've watched the one of the best dvds Probably of all time, in my opinion, is that fifty-year yeah, WWE? Watch that, yeah, amazing. But at the very end, toward, well, towards the end, they say, you know, we don't compete. It was when they bought WCW. It was that chapter mm-hmm. of the DVD? He goes, you know, we don't compete now with other wrestling organizations. Our competition is everyone else on TV. Yeah, yeah, they're competing against football. And they're they're competing, competing against football and Modern Family yeah. and How I Met Your Mother and all that stuff. So that's why John Cena is working because. Fuck you, other wrestling promotions. You're not shit. And this guy's making $100 million. We ain't losing that. So keep doing that shit. Yeah, yeah. Go out there and dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brodus Clay. Keep uh, dancing. Well, yeah. mob jockey. Good question. Good to have the mob jockey back. Yes, thank you so much. I missed you. Is yeah. that weird? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Mob, I missed you. Yeah, that's giving me the willies. I feel okay with it. Yeah. Comfortable with who you are. Yes. Yeah. Well, another episode in the books. I think this one, yeah, the week of wrestling was kind of, yeah, and there's even a pay-per-view. One of the big four. How sad is that? Of the four, that's the fourth. Yeah. Yeah. They need to change it up. No, they don't. Make it the king of the ring, and that's the Survivor Series. You got to go through a series of matches, and you survive. Or you do the brand split, and every match is Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah, but then it's bragging rights, and that got old. I love so bragging rights. I like, I like that when they do the brand split because you get heels and baby faces working together. Yeah. To defeat the other heels. And I baby miss faces. the old Survivor Series where you had the heels and faces of each. They had like four different matches, 
and then whoever survived, then they all went into a final face versus heel, mm-hmm. and then whoever survived after that was the survivors. And I kind of miss the the gimmick teams, you know. Yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. You'd have a team captain. That mm-hmm. was the main feud, and mm-hmm. then throw in a couple extra people. Yeah. Oh, well. <clears throat> so hit us up at Table Show on Twitter. Yes. Table Show at gmail.com. Emails, 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 emails. We'll cut down an impact segment to do two segments of emails if we have enough of them. Yeah, whoa, definitely. Whoa, yeah, yeah. I'd do, love that. to do that. I'm at The Awesome Voice. You're at Titan T-Mac. Facebook.com slash Spanish Announce Table Podcast. TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. PayPal, uh-huh. tableshow at gmail.com. If you would like to donate to our website, Cause, and our trip to the Wrestling Hall of Fame. We are going to that. I got to look up and see if there's press credentials. See if we can get some of that. Yes. Maybe we can get some discounted stuff. Yeah. Maybe. I know who we could talk to. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. Who's that? I'm not telling yeah, you on yeah, there. there yeah. <laughs> so hit us up, all those places I mentioned, and uh, we'll come back next week for episode 19. And I guarantee you we will have said legend that I've been hinting at very soon. That's a big guarantee. And it's going to happen. I'm excited then. Yes. Write who you think it is. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll see you next week on the Spanish announce table on trendingtopicsnetwork.com.